100 years of rodeo. Are you guys ready? 100 years of uh, famous players, or no, not famous players. Paramount. There you go. A bunch of movie studios, actually, but we're talking about a local rodeo. Stampede movies. Yeah. Cowboy. Have you local ever... Local rodeo. Cowboys and the Aliens. Yeah, remember that movie? Yeah. Like, barely. Olivia Wilde? She, yeah, she was in it, I guess. I like Tron more. Tron Legacy. I like House more, but there you go. Oh, she's on that show, right? Is she in that? Is she... No, that show's over now. That show's it? over. But yeah, it ended done. this year. No more. Is that where she's from? Yeah, she was number 13. That means literally nothing to me. That Why was her would name her character show? not have a name? Is she a robot? <laughs> is House actually a science House fiction House is not show? totally science fiction. Uh, no, at one point in a season, he ends up trying to get a bunch of new doctors. Okay. So he has, like, a bunch of tests, and he just keeps referring to her as number 13 and never actually learns her actual name. Oh, because he's, oh, okay. like, he's a dick or whatever. He's House is an asshole. Yeah. News at 11. Surprise. Great. There was the undercurrent. Okay, Stampede. Yeah. Have you guys ever been to the parade? No. Yeah. Uh, my dad, actually, years ago, his uh, work used to be on that road. Like, so he would go down there, and everyone at his work would go down and bring their families to the work. And we oh, you're just saying, like, the office he worked at or something was right on exactly. the same street? Yeah. Okay. Well, he had his own kind of, like, shop there. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and so we would all go down there, the families of whoever worked at the shop, uh, with pancake breakfast and whatever we wanted, and then we would have, like, prime front row seats for the Stampede Parade. Okay. Like, I've only ever seen it on TV and stuff, because for a while I lived out in Airdrie and... I don't know, I just never went down there. Do, like, what happens? Is it literally just people march by and there's music and stuff, or do they throw candy? Yeah, well, it's, it's your standard parade. It's got, like, Shriners. So they and, have little cars. Yeah, you know, and you get your car variety, and you get your plane variety. Um, what? Planes? Well, you know, oh, yeah, like, like little, you know, mini planes. Yeah, they're like on, fake they're on wheels, that actually. Aw, that's disappointing. There's this low-flying airplane. It's not a new development. I was this hoping they were, like, actually flew... That'd be awesome, like little little Shriners no flying around. No one told me there was wheels underneath there. You just pulled the curtain. Oh. Are there balloons? Uh, what do you mean? Like by you balloons? know, like parade balloons. You see, like a bunch of people holding giant ropes. Oh no, a big, this isn't Times Square. There's a big cowboy or something. I don't no, know. You get stuff like the fire department comes through with a truck. Okay. And and they you know has floats with people waving. And if you're a kid, you always end up somehow with an Oscar Mayer wiener whistle. Okay. Now, like, small-town parades, they would throw candy. Yeah. Do they do do that here, or... Yep. Awesome. They have enough candy for, like, that whole area they drive? Well, I don't know. Mine, my, the shop was kind of near the beginning of it. Ah, okay. Okay. Can you be 24 and run out into the street and grab candy and no one looks at you weird? You could, but you'd be surrounded by little kids. You would look like a jerk. Oh, Okay. And a creep. Like, actually, I went to a, a um, I just, I just this would have been Canada. last year, so it must have been like a Canada Day parade, maybe, mm-hmm. last year, uh, up in Canmore, and there was literally a problem with the kids running out onto the street, because they were starting to get in the way of people, because they, like, <laughs> weren't leaving the street, and it got to this point where, like, some fathers were like, stop, you guys have to stop, and, like, making a wall so the kids would not go out, and, like, shuffling them back to the sidewalk. And it was weird, because I was at, like, a corner where it would turn, and the corner kept getting tighter and tighter, because the kids kept moving, like, forward and forward on the road. Okay. So, will we just use that as your strangest story from last week? You never had one, 
I just listened oh, through it again. Okay, so. sure. Yeah. <laughs> right, I forgot about that. There we go. We- One thing I was going to say, because I had a story about Stampede-related stuff. Okay. Um, is, I forget what the URL is, so this is already off to a great start, mm-hmm. but I was informed last year by a coworker that there's a website you can go to, um, and it's all the free Stampede breakfasts in Calgary going on around oh, like, Stampede. See if you can schedule, like, I don't need to Exactly, eat, like, yeah, I don't so need to you can kind of, like, hit up all these free... Bre- yeah. Wait, like and there's an app or something? Yeah, awesome. I don't think there's I an app. Well, they may have an app. It's been into, it, they've had this for over a year at least now, oh, but I know dude. there's a website. I got a bus pass. I Let's do this. Get some free waffles, maybe? And just maybe. think, like, a stampede is about 10 days long. Yeah. And some of the free breakfasts start even beforehand, so you could probably get about two weeks of free breakfasts if you just plan your day correctly. This is great news. Well, you're going to you're gonna burn, like, a lot of that. gas driving around all those places, No, though. do or, it again. Bus pass. You'll lose a lot of time doing all the transit. I'll lose so much time, but it'll be an adventure. <laughs> I guess. I'll be like, I'll meet new people and get free food. This is great. This Are is you going to dress up like a cowboy? I, like, keep in I mind, you're going to end up at, like, every single type of church. Yeah, whatever. And... <laughs> like, I'm, I'll be a big hit there. I don't know. It'll be fine. We'll talk about stuff. Anyway, um, I, okay. I I could, okay. A couple years ago at Stampede, uh, I played a lot of Game Boy Advance. They had Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> Wait, you didn't great. go with Red Dead Redemption or Sunset Riders or any other cowboy game? This is an actual Stampede experience. Maybe they had it there. I haven't been in years. Um, but anyway, all of those stories would have been great for the top-down perspective, which I am not even hosting. I'm sorry. Thank uh, you for the transition. I'm actually hosting this week. My name is John, and I'm joined as usual by Nathan. Hello. And Sean. Hello. I was actually going to say, uh, during one Stampede, I think the last one I went to, uh, they had rock band competitions. Wait. Okay. <clears throat> A rock band. I heard Rock Man, and I was like, oh, a Mega Man company. Japanese Mega Man, yeah. Yeah. No, so what they did was you had you played for a high score, and then if you were, like, within a certain range, you would go on stage, play the song, and also perform to try to okay. make it as entertaining as possible, and you would get you would win prizes if you did well enough. Hmm. You, and did you participate? Yeah, uh, twice, actually. Did you win? No, we, uh, we did, like, a really good job in our first one. And then while we were waiting for the last band to perform, uh, this band, they failed their song, but like five seconds before they failed, the break, the singer dropped his mic because he was the one who was failing their team and then just started breakdancing and then everyone was like, yeah, breakdancing. Okay. Okay. So we, we put on like this extravagant show where like we're jumping off stage and everything and we're just, we lost to breakdancing. We're like, damn it. Well, to be fair, at the Stampede, more people are going to want to see a performer than, oh yeah, that guy got a lot of points on that Well, song. no, not even that. I mean, it's like, we, we were like jumping around and like getting this, the audience all riled up and like flipping off the stage and stuff like that. Great. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I wish we could do it. Wish to do it again, but that would require me actually going to Stampede again. Well, it's the that centennial, though. Like, aren't it. you all going just just to check it out? Hundred years. This only happens once. I might go one day. I think I think that's the most I'll probably end up going. Okay. Because like everyone I know and hang out with on a regular basis is from Calgary, so they're all super jaded towards it. They're like, yeah, I do yeah. that all the time. I've been for years too, but I figure. And I'm definitely also in that boat. I I am I? I'm the only one who's not from out. Calgary, aren't I? I was right. born in. Well, the Nathan's state, not from so, yeah. Calgary. Well, you're from Alberta, though, aren't you? Nathan, Nathan, where are you from? Oh no, dude, I was I was born in in this city, so yeah. 
Sorry, oh, I'm just, okay. I, I just typed in the words My Little Pony Calgary Stampede, and there is something. I was not wrong. So there's, I am going this year. There are going to be people dressed as, like, Applejack. There's going to be, like, a for ton For sure. People. It's going to be great. I kind of want to go just for the deep-fried anything stuff. Oh. I, I had a lot of people last year saying, deep-fried Oreos, deep-fried Mars bars. And then when I went, I couldn't find literally any of it. And I was like, this sucks. So I want to find that stuff. I, I can't see that being too hard. It's probably in the roundup. They usually have all the stuff there. I don't know what I'm seeing. It's like, meet my little pony. What does this mean? It's just a picture and a time. So meet I guess a, I'll go. Meet somebody dressed pony. up as... Okay. As one of the ponies, no, you'll, you'll meet so, an actual you know. pony. Like the pony posted on his website and this. Okay. No, like it's like a mini pony, like that you would ride, but they're just like, no, this one's Applejack. Yeah, you can you can go pet it. Oh, okay. It neighs with like you know a, a western accent. Sure. Nay, I was actually like, would pony rides be like? Can people, older people do that, or is that not okay? Um, they're too I think small. Okay. I think it depends on the pony because like. It, People are a lot heavier than kids. Right. Okay. I, I'll inquire. I'll look into this. I'm sure they'll let you pet it. Why don't you just ride a horse instead of a pony, or is it just not the same? Or I guess I'll just call it a pony in my mind. It's it's not the same. That's the most depressing thing <laughs> Dude. on several levels. <laughs> Whatever. Um, let's actually start talking about games. Uh, I don't know. It's June 25th, it? and there's a reason it is, which we'll get into later. I'm curious about this. So, uh, Sean, take it away. What have you been playing? All right. Uh, let's talk about Brave, the movie, the game. Okay. I, okay. I haven't uh, seen so the movie, so... So that showed up so... in my mail this uh, week for Okay, review. that explains it, because I was going to ask you, had you actually seen the movie? Yes, I have. I went a couple days after finishing but the But yes, you beat the game before you watched the movie, right? Yeah. Did that um, ruin it for you? Some of it. It kind of just ruined some of the questions I had, ha- had gotten from the trailer. Like, what is this movie um, about? Like, yeah... Like, why are there so many bears? It kind of tells you all about that. Okay. And I kind of got the plot of the movie from this, so... Okay. But, you know, what can I do? It's not like I can be like, I'm not going to review this. So, anyway. Um, the mo- the game is not as good as the movie. <laughs> That's which console was this for? Like... And the game is not good. Which, which console oh. was this, to be clear? This was the Xbox 360 version. Okay, so the all-important question of kids' movies adapted to video games. So you got the full thousand? <laughs> <laughs> I got 700 points okay. in about four hours. That's so pretty, pretty good. pretty good. Yeah, so if you want to play, like, a real... Okay, so let me kind of describe this game. Okay. And, uh, and then I'll have to make sure my review goes up pretty soon here. Um... So it's kind of a dungeon crawly kind of game. You know, you run through the dungeons, super linear, and you fight random monsters that literally have no name. They're just monsters. Uh, really easy, I will say, to the point where a little icon will appear above every enemy telling you what it's weak against, oh. and then you turn your bow or your sword into, like, a fire sword if it's an ice. Okay, so elemental whatever. attacks. I'm assuming archery yeah. is 90% of what you're doing. Uh, yeah, so here's the thing. You can you can choose to either fight with a sword or with a bow and arrow. Okay. And you quickly learn that using the sword is useless because that involves being close to the enemy when the bow fires faster, is just as powerful, and you won't get hit. Yeah, there that seems go. pretty imbalanced. You're yeah, the bow. But, 
Anyway, one this is probably one of the cool things about it. You shoot the bow by pointing the right analog stick, so it becomes a dual joystick game. Is it top like is it isometric or something or? Yes, yes, it is. Okay. So when you get oh. to some of the later fights where there's a lot of enemies, it's straight up just a dual joystick shooter, hmm. which was actually kind of interesting. I I, I like that part. Is Billy? Um, is it Billy Connolly? See in there. Who is that? Kelly McDonald. The voice actors from the film. Um, the voice actor of Merida, the main character, is the same. It's the same, okay. So they got her. Of no country. And in terms of fame. other characters in the game, there aren't any. Huh. So, so only know. one voice for the entire game? One voice and a lot of, like, bear growls. <laughs> which I couldn't confirm if those are the same voice actors. I wonder if they, I wonder if I they got Frank Walker for that, or who knows. Just a minute. I'm going to look up weird, brave trivia now. Oh, good God. So, it's all the dungeons are super linear. There's invisible walls everywhere just making you be funneled down this thing. And a- any kind of puzzle that you have to do is pretty easy, but anytime there is a puzzle, it kind of takes takes you out of the kind of boring combat and level design, so it's that's kind of nice, I guess, because it's something new. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for something to expand the... Uh, the brave uh, world set up by the movie, which is great. Uh, this is not it. All right, so the movie is great. The movie's I really like the movie. Yes, because it's been kind of getting like middling reviews, isn't it? It's like well, it's been getting like seventy. It's higher than Cars too, but slower than the majority of Pixar's movies. Right, I think that's a totally fine movie. All right, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't really say. I don't know if I'm gonna go see it. Uh, there's also Connect support for the game, I'll say, which adds some, like, archery minigames. I was hoping you could okay. play the actual game by, like, aiming. I was wondering if that was it, and I was like, this is going to be weird to see how it works. But no, it's just random archery minigames that are basically, like, you know, shoot as accurately as you can, shoot as fast as you can. So they're pretty forgettable, but uh, any coins that you win in that get transferred over to the main game, which is nice. Okay. For all your upgrades. Uh it also has co-op, which I guess that's cool. And there are some random sections where you fight as a bear. Ooh, that sounds cool. Which it sounds cool, but the bear is just so powerful. It's just it's really annoying. I, I would hope it's powerful. Of... It's a bear, right? And they throw a ton of enemies at you, but you literally kill everything with one hit. So and it just it's just boring. It's like why is this even in here? Okay, what's the remaining three hundred points like? Upgrading everything, getting every single collectible, which, by the way, the collectible's really easily. I missed two. Okay. Um, so you're going to go back, plunge back in? Probably not. I got other stuff I need to be playing. Fin- Fair, be- beating enough. the game on Brave difficulty. Oh, 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 I see what they did there. Yeah, there you go. But uh, it's That's really easy, bit. so I theoretically could have just played it on Brave difficulty. I went through on Normal, by the way, for people okay. interested. Um, Multiplayer? Well, there's co-op. Right. But there's no, like, uh, you know... Do they just spawn in another you, or is it, like, a bear? They spawn as a wisp, which is, like, a ghost thing. Okay, now, have you played any of the previous Pixar movie-type games? Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. I have played a Toy Story game for the N64. (laughs) So, nothing to compare it on, really. Hey, I've had my fair share of movie-tying games. I happen to have S-ranked both Surf's Up and Open Season. <laughs> I forgot that. How does this compare to Open Season? Not as Also good featuring points. bears. I okay. actually kind of like Open Season because it's more of just like, explore this kind of section and just don't get 
caught by bear traps. <laughs> like, that's just a really weird game in the pacing. Okay. Um, I never saw that film. Ashton Kutcher. I don't hate that first film. But okay. isn't there like four of those now? Open season? They kept making direct-to-video sequels with yeah. different voice actors, so I, I, I think can't... I may have saw the second one. Okay. That one I thought still got in theaters. It was like three onwards. I thought they didn't. I, just, I don't know if the second one did, actually. I, I don't remember. I, I did work at a video store at the time, but whatever. Not not really that important. But I guess I'll, I'll confirm. Continue speaking. Yeah. Don't pay full price for Brave. I'll say that. Okay. Um... However, it did. If you do buy it, it comes with a coupon for eight dollars off going to see the movie. Oh, dude! Can you actually use so that? Joel in McHale. Oh, what? Uh, so that was great for me. So Joel McHale of Community Fame replaced Ashton Kutcher as Elliot in the sequel, <laughs> and Billy Connolly of Brave Fame is in it. So this is weird. Okay. <laughs> Open season two seems all right. They also have Crispy Glover. So. I think I've seen the second one. Okay. Apparently you did well. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. Anyway. It sounds interesting. Alright, what else did you play? What else did I play? Okay, quick out of the way first. Uh, I played a little bit more Max Payne 3. I finished the first disc. Is it a two-disc game? Really okay. Care. It's a two-disc game. I really don't care for that game. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, people it, don't, it seems. like The yeah. conversation got really negative about that game. Now I feel weird as being like, oh yeah, I like shooting guys. There's like, you're creepy and awful. How could you? I, like, oh, well, I guess it's cool when he shaves his head, but like I'm literally like only 20 minutes after that. Okay. Um, but like, like you have no nostalgia for the series, so maybe that's what's driving it. Maybe. There's an airport level later. I haven't stopped, so. But anyway, let's talk about what really is what really matters. Uh, Pokemon Conquest. Okay, I'm curious to hear about this one. So you haven't played it yet? No, I haven't had a chance, and I'll get to why when I can start talking. When I start talking, it is so good. Okay, I love that game. Um, so for those who don't know, Pokemon Conquest is basically Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, Which I mentioned earlier. Weird. That's good coincidence. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, yeah. And the reason it's... Because I was saying it was Fire Emblem before, just because I knew it had tactics strategy to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's more like Final Fantasy Tactics, in which you can like turn the board. It's not at a complete top-down perspective. Ho, ho, ho! I was uh, purposely avoiding using that phrase from now on. It just <laughs> I feel like we yeah, need like to like... somehow fit that into like at least a podcast. Like, one time a podcast. I need to make like, a sound effect happen every time it gets... <laughs> like a little slide whistle just goes off. <laughs> or okay. just like a bunch of people like cheering yeah <laughs> I don't know I'll think of something anyway um, and you can also like yeah rotate the board and attacking enemies from certain uh, positions or sides of them will do more damage or less damage um, what's quite interesting though is so you, you you'll control a team of Pokemon and each of them will have like one of their regular moves so like I don't know, like a Charmander will have like a flamethrower attack, right? You know, a move that a Charmander would know. And you can still do status effects, like other enemies can get burned or poisoned or get put to sleep. Um, so the, the combat's actually quite deep. And the way you get more Pokemon, you're not catching them, but if you take out other Pokemon 
either in like one hit or a super effective move, or you just completed some kind of specific criteria against one Pokemon, that Pokemon's trainer will join your army, and your army increases. So instead of you just being one trainer with a whole bunch of Pokemon, you represent like 10 trainers, and each of them have one Pokemon, and they can also get more Pokemon themselves. And so the primary part of the game is there's these all these different kingdoms, and you go from one kingdom to the next, defeating the ruler of that kingdom. You get to now control that kingdom, and then you want to leave some of your army there to fend off other invading forces as you explore out conquering more of the world. And it's actually a really fun and interesting it game. It sounds a lot more in-depth than I was actually expecting. Yeah, they got pretty deep with this. Wait, conquering the world, like, not just earning badges at gymnasiums? There's like, no badges, there's no gyms. What kind of Pokemon is this? Keep, keep in mind, this is a crossover this... with, like, Dynasty Warriors. Like, Except no gameplay of Dynasty Warriors. No, it's crossover with some Samurai game from Japan. Samurai Warriors. Oh, okay. it, it's a crossover with that series. That's why Tecmo Koi is on the box. Samurai Warriors? Uh, it, it's like Nobunaga, Nobunaga's Ambition, or like the Nobunaga series. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Weird. Like okay. Uh, yeah, it's a really inter- interesting and weird game, and it works so well. Um, Pokemon can still evolve by uh, linking with them, and you li- and what linking is is kind of your connection to that Pokemon, and it'll, it's basically their level, but they strengthen up your link towards them. Anyway, uh and your trainer, your main character, can also evolve, and they literally call it, like, Emperor Transformation. <laughs> what? And, it, and it, you go through the same animation as, like, a Pokemon evolving, but just when you come out of the shiny, glowing light show, you have, like, more armor and bigger headdress on and stuff. Like, it's this really bizarre and just super weird game, but it just, it's so charming, and it's it's great. I'm so into it. So, you, John, you have to play it. I, play your coffee. I'm gonna try to get to it this week. I got a, I got a new game. I kind of want to focus on when I, in a couple days. So, who's this bearded guy on the cover? He's got like a Van Dyke or something. And it's that's the main evil guy who he's also trying to conquer the world and as well. So he's taking over stuff. And the, where I'm at, I only know that there's some big threatening force. When whatever his name is, Nobunaga. Uh, I think it might be Nobunaga. Yeah. Uh, really? it, okay. He has about the same number of of uh, like uh, kingdoms taken over as I currently do, and there's going to be a clash at some point. Okay. There you go. Pokemon. Nice. Yeah, but it's 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 really cool. There, it's a really deep game, and uh, I guess it's kind of nice because I was really looking forward to a, a Fire Emblem coming out soon, and that's not coming out till next no, year. That's a disappointment. But um. I was really looking forward to another tactics game. And what's nice about this one is Fire Emblem always has the kind of... Like, I don't want anyone to die. You, I want, The way I play Fire Emblem games is if a character dies, I restart that chapter and I, I do better. I make sure everyone survives. So by having only Pokemon able to faint and just play again, uh, it kind of takes a lot of that stress off and makes it a lot more calming and just... Well, it's okay if this guy fainted. I have, you know, these other six Pokemon with me. Uh, and one more kind of weird little thing they throw into it. So, basically, each Pokemon can only go into a fight once, or only into a store once, and then they're kind of used up. So as you collect more people into your army, you can kind of do more on one turn with your, uh, with, with your army outside of battle. 
and then once everyone's been used up, you basically say, okay, now move forward to next month. So the game takes place over a series of years, because every time you skip forward by one month. So I think I've skipped forward uh, about like 24 months now, so so far my ruling of this empire has taken at least two years now. That sounds pretty cool. It's, it's a really cool game. Uh, if anyone... I won't say if anyone likes Pokemon to jump on it, because there's, like, no Pokemon gameplay to it. If you like Final Fantasy Tactics and Fire Emblem and Advanced Wars, jump on it, and it's just cool if, that you're fighting with Pokemon. So it's, it's, it's... I really like it. I recommend it. So Sweet. Th- uh, that's all I've been playing. All right. Uh, Nathan, I kind of want you to go next, because I'm interested in what you wrote down in the doc. Okay. Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna get the boring thing out of the way. Um, <laughs> I I played some pocket planes. And you're uh, trapped which, forever now for the next. No, four look, months? I didn't I didn't find it that co- as compelling as uh, Tiny Tower, which is probably a good thing because its spell didn't hold, and I just kind of was like. Do you think ah, that's because right. you didn't want to be trapped and you were like actively fighting it in your head? I, I don't that know, usually makes it like, worse, actually. Like, the initial setup was intriguing. Like, you're basically just managing a bunch of airports and such. So, like, and routing to different cities and stuff. And there are, like, real cities. So it's like, oh, I'm set up in Toronto. Just flying some stuff to Ottawa and Detroit and stuff. But, the like, there's a lot of just waiting around, which I you guess... just, also, like, Tiny Tower. But even, like, even in Tiny Tower, like, there's constantly a stream of dudes visiting your building. So you're just kind of sending them to different floors and stuff. So it can kind of just keep you hooked getting coins and whatever whereas this like i guess they want you to just sit and watch your plane fly for five minutes and tap the screen to get coins but it just gets really boring so so there wasn't like a constant stream of planes coming in and like well i I was only juggling four planes at the time and i couldn't figure out how to buy new ones um i think maybe they're keeping that like you got to save up a a bunch of plane bucks or whatever they call it like it's very similar money and hmm or give oh, real or, money? or real money, but I'm not. I'm not spending no real money. Come Did on. you ever spend real money on a tiny tower? No, I okay. just I played the grind forever and way too much. So yeah, um, it still it still has some of the, like the weird charm that that first one had in terms of just like oh you can customize your plane's color scheme and you know shipping weird stuff with wacky names, but. It's just, yeah, it didn't, it didn't do much for me. Um, and then I played, uh, yeah, first, first on the list, I don't know, Skyrim. <laughs> I played some Skyrim. Uh, over the last, I think it was like six or seven days, I've played fifty-five hours good of Skyrim. Good Lord, man! It's, it's really good. Uh, I cleared f- my fiftieth dungeon today, so I've been doing a lot of dungeon stuff. Which when did you start playing Skyrim? Like that. when we recorded our last podcast, didn't you? Yeah, I was probably like maybe four or five hours in. And so, yeah, in the last seven-day block, about 50 hours of Skyrim happened. And I regret nothing. It was so awesome. There was this one time where I, I like I finally started using fast travel because, dude, you have to, or else you'll just go insane. Um, and I just warped to the sawmill, and then a dragon started attacking me, and then another dragon started attacking me, and then two giants got in on all, and I won and killed everybody. <laughs> so it was awesome. That sounds pretty sweet. Uh, and Do I you think this the... would have been in your top ten if you had played it last year? Like, easily, but, like, I, I've been debating, like, the game of the year question, because the one we went with is, is Ghost yeah. Trick. And, like, I feel like this game is just so awe-inspiring and huge and everything, so it's kind of, like, fantastic, but ten years from now or whatever, 
Like, we'll have, Sky, like, Elder Scrolls 7, and it might pale in comparison, kind of like Oblivion did last time to this game. So, maybe Ghost Trick might hold up better in a weird way, because it has its own little wacky story going on. Yeah, I can't see anyone, like, recreating Ghost Trick. Except, right. Well, I guess so, Beyond is Ghost Trick, right? Like, it's it's easily this year's, like, 2012 game, of, or 2011 game of 2012, or well, whatever. so far, you might fall into Oh, yeah, maybe I'll else. play Deus Ex and actually get way into that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but. It's been, yeah, pretty awesome. I just started doing Mage's Guild stuff, which is collecting books, which I think is great, because it's just an excuse to go to a dungeon and basically be Indiana Jones and collect stuff. There's, like, pressure pads and booby traps and all of that, so I've been, I've just been going through dungeons. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, next on the list is Skyrim. This is why. Yeah. Uh, crafting, it's pretty good. I, I, I don't know. And then Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. I just wrote down three times because the amount of time is that's, that's Nathan. I, I asked this on Twitter like earlier in the week, but do you yeah. have an addictive personality? I don't. Uh, Sometimes yeah, we some know that there's always something that he gets yeah, really like, into for you a few are, months. You're more obsessed with this than you were when you got into ponies. It's on the list with ponies now and Nicolas Cage and apes as four, like the four greatest things that I've found in a while. So what you're saying so. is if we can find, if you had the PC version of Skyrim, you would have Nicolas Cage voice packs and you'd be riding around on a pony. I watched a video of like Pinkie Pie murdering a bunch of people and it just was weird. I don't, I don't think I could do that. Well, you can just like, modify the horse itself and ride around on a horse. I guess you could just modify your horse, but this modified the character, so you're on screen, you have hooves, and you're just electrocuting people and then, like, axing them, and you shoot arrows that are just ponies. It was weird. Um, so I don't know. If I if I did have the PC version, though, I'd probably do some mod-related stuff, but whatever. I'm, as it stands, I'm just renaming everything I craft as, like, equestrian something-something. And my name's still Opalescence, so I'm I'm doing what I can to make it a pony experience. But yeah, it's it's how it's are the points? Great. Uh, pretty good. Like I, I got like that fiftieth dungeon one was like a forty point achievement. So I'm at like two two fifty or something right now. Two fifty for fifty five hours. Right. I forgot. Keep in mind, this game takes about a hundred hours to like get to the end. For time saying, that's not good for points. I forgot, yeah, for time investment, but me playing tons of it is already a given, so I feel like they've spaced them out appropriately. Okay, well, that's good. Like, hour that, that's its own plus. great, but I'm just in terms of getting points as fast as possible. Oh, for fast as possible, this is the, the worst. W- victor of this week was Brave. Yeah, easily. Brave is easily better than Skyrim in that respect. <laughs> Soundbite. <laughs> I don't think anyone at all has ever said that the Brave game is better than Skyrim. <laughs> I know. Here you go, top-down perspective first. Put yep. that on the back of the box. It's better than Skyrim. <laughs> dot, 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 and then asterisk exclamation the, in the bottom. In terms yeah. of achievements. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I continue to enjoy it. I plan to play way more of it. Um, King Olaf's Verse was a pretty cool quest, for those that know. Bard's College. I got to go to college, and it was just cool. <laughs> About time. Yeah. And now I went to Mage's College, and I got a dorm room there. But apparently you can't keep stuff in that place, because the... I, I don't know who... They'll just take all your stuff. So I've been selling things. And I almost have enough money to buy a house in Solitude, which is great. Speaking On a of side college... Of in, hmm? In, uh, like, I'm totally derailing this. Okay, fine. Fair enough. That trailer for Monsters University was pretty great, right? I haven't I seen didn't it yet. see it. Because no I'm... No one's seen no. that? Well, like, I, I, I intend to see Brave, and I'll know they'll show it on a big screen, so I'd rather see it there than on my phone or something. Okay, I saw it online first, and then I saw it at Brave as well. 
Okay, I heard it looks great. Like Sully's fur looks awesome and stuff. But... Yeah, no. So wait. this is the sequel to Monsters Inc., right? Well, it's the prequel to Monsters Inc. Prequel because they're at oh. university learning how to scare. There you go. So is it Billy Crystal and uh, yeah, they're both, John Goodman? They're both back. It looks really good. Like just because there's this one shot of just monsters partying in the hall, and that looks super fun. Okay. Like that. What's the when's that coming out? Next that's summer. Probably... Oh, that's really? Next I thought they that's do next a year's Christmas Pixar movie, movie or yeah. something. I thought they were doing kind of biannual at some. point. No, they always do no, one Pic- every year. Pixar has moved up to annual ever since like Toy Story. Well, like three. I mean, like two a year, like one Christmas, one summer. Alternating. No, I think what it, not. We, I, I had heard something about like the one big one, and then their smaller studio was going to do like a direct to DVD one. Oh, okay. And I think we got like a Planes movie out of that. Oh, that I, that did come out, yeah, like a Cars spinoff. Cars is weirdly popular. Like, there's a new area in Disneyland that's all about it. Cars Land. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the car... It's because it's, like, marketed like crazy. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure Cars, the two movies of Cars, has brought in more money than every other Pixar movie combined. Well, with merchandise That's incredibly depressing. Especially, like, that stuff's on everything. I don't... Like, whatever, I'm not 12, so... Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. He sounds so yeah, impressed. Impressed now. Every, I, Okay. I made myself I, sad. I, Skyrim's still pretty good. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back to that after we're done here. <laughs> okay, uh, is that all you've been playing? That's Yeah, dude. I was playing that as of like a half an hour ago. Like, that's all I do now. That's my that's my job. Let's play more of that. And then... All right. John? <laughs> all right. Um... I called it last week. I ended up going back to Fez instead of Lollipop Chainsaw. Okay. So I, you beat. did say that, because I just listened to it. <laughs> so there you go. What's going on in Fez? Right. Um, I don't, I, I've been getting a lot more into it. I've been trying to solve the puzzles on my own without looking online. Some of that stuff is game ridiculous. Uh, no, I'm at 20-something cubes and 5 anti-cubes. Okay. Like I said before, finish it once by yourself, and then get... Uh, solutions for the second time. Like, um, did you? I don't know if either of you guys got this. Do you remember? You get four treasure maps. Yep. And they show like these little slots. Yeah. And, like, no, I have. Right. I have every point. I I'm done that game. Oh, okay. So yeah, I found the room where that is, but I don't understand how those treasure maps work really? in relation You're to that room. You're the second person I've had that, and that yeah, just, I just clicked. The same me. question. I still don't know what those are for. Okay, well, I'm not going to say it on here. Okay. All right. Because, yeah, like, the, the symbols are on locked doors, or, like, they're covered up areas. And going in the actual doors themselves that they mark off in red don't seem to do anything. Unless I'm reading it backwards and I'm supposed to go into all the doors that aren't marked off. I think there's and that a sequence, it. like, each face of that building. You need to go in and certain order. It, it has to be. It's the only I'm, thing I can... I'm not saying anything, but I just think you should stop trying to decode it on here. In okay. case, you know, someone okay. else wants to go at it fresh. All right, fair enough. That, that's fair. There's puzzles in that game. Oh, God, there are so many puzzles. I love it. There's a telescope. What? (laughs) There's a drum kit. It's cool. Like, Do you want us to just talk about the beginning? There's a guy, and he's got a hat. His name's Gomez. Yeah. It's a great name. It is a pretty good name. I don't know. It's a good game. I I will will play more of that, Uh, definitely. I've I've been enjoying it. Have you at least found every world yet so far? Uh, I've got all five warps. Okay. Wait, so... You played that entirely in lieu of more lollipop, like no, no. Okay, I played on that? a little bit more lollipop chainsaw, 
and I'll get into why I stopped. Oh no, okay. Um, I stopped because I made the mistake of playing the Lollipop Chainsaw in front of my girlfriend and her friend. Really? I, okay. Friend now, of the now, show, Paul, did the same thing, and it worked out great. But I guess see, that's depending now, on the before, before I started playing the game, my girlfriend was, like, super excited about it. She's like, yeah, I heard so much good stuff about it. I want to play it. Okay. Then I started playing it, and she started hearing how Juliet talks, how, how Super Valley Girl she is. She basically watched me play through Chapter 2 of the game. Okay. And she said, the voice acting's horrendous. I swear, if I watch whoa, you play, whoa, whoa. if I watch you play this game anymore, I'm going to take the game out of the 360 and snap it in half. She she literally said, "Don't play this game in front of me ever again." Oh man, you can't just be like, "Dude, it's ter- it's terror strong." So oh, is it? I'm not a fan of her voice either. Okay, it's bubbles, and more importantly, yeah. <laughs> some sort of pony related thing. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a baby. But yeah, okay. so. Um, I have to pick and choose now whenever I play Lollipop Chainsaw, or I may not have a, a solid disc by the end of it. Okay, so play it with caution. Keep in mind, Art. you do own Azura's Wrath. You should. I should, should play, play that. that. I got into something else, though. Um, I got into Marvel okay. Ultimate Alliance 2. All right. That one wasn't that great, but... I'm the only person that likes that game, it seems. Okay. What, what was it based yeah, on? Yeah, it's a Civil, Civil War story. War? Yeah. Okay. So me and a friend, uh, we were, were hanging out over the weekend. Uh, the girls that were here were playing Borderlands, and because we only have one copy of the game, we couldn't join in, game. so we ended up playing Marvel for Lines 2. So, I don't know, I, I like it. Uh, I was going to play the first team? one, but I, my copy's not here. I, I, I like the second one more, but the, the, I don't know, it was a while uh, the ago, second so maybe I was wrong, but everyone seems to say the second sucks. And the, the second one seems to have like a lot of tweaks I like. I tried playing the first one a while ago. It's just so old-looking now, I can't even... I don't know. Like It was, it was like barely a 360 game. Yeah, because right? it, like yeah, it was on like PS2, PS2 and game, Xbox. Kinda. Yeah, it was on the original Xbox. Right, but it is Raven, right? Uh, Ultimate Alliance 1 is like Raven, games, Alliance 2 so. is uh, the Carious Visions, I think. Yeah, totally is. I, I got the case right, in front. Yeah. Okay. What have they done? Uh, the Tony Hawk Game Boy game, Game Boy Advance games, and uh, they took over Guitar Hero after NeverSoft stopped doing it. Or no, 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 no. Great. Uh, so all those things. After, after, yeah, when Red Octane, Harmonix. I don't even remember anymore. I, they were involved with Guitar Hero for a while. I'm on their website. I just clicked on featured titles. Let's find out. Seriously? Skylanders? Wait. What? <laughs> I guess. I, I have... they have something to do with that? Well, it's yeah, an Activision man. studio. Maybe they so did. Maybe. Okay. Join Trigger Happy and the rest... Of... Okay, I yeah. guess that's what they're so, doing now. So they have all the money. So there we go. Uh, Cloud Patrol. <laughs> all right, I'm enjoying it so I far. We like got through the first chapter, too. so now I guess we're at present day. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, we got, the, oh, we got so back to start the basically. <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm okay. enjoying it so far. I don't have any of the good characters. Like, I, I keep hearing Deadpool's sections actually pretty amazing. It was... Dude, that was so long ago. I bought that game when Is I first Is that game that old? You. That's how long ago that game came out. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember, because I bought it there, and you were like, good choice. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Oh, God, it is that old. Holy crap. So... Sean, stop making game. me feel old. <laughs> Sorry. It's like three years or something, right? 
Yeah, I was I was living with my other roommate at the time. That was about three years ago. I was here. So. <laughs> you live in the same spot. Little has changed. I have moved twice since this game came out. That blockbuster's right. gone, though. But do you like it? You're good? Okay. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I will probably play more of it. I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy playing it by myself, though. That's what I did. Hmm. My, I, my, I play most of My myself. roommate at the time did it, too, but... I, I found out something. We were playing locally. Any collectibles we picked up counted for his profile, but not mine, because he pressed start on the start menu. That, that's pretty funny. All the other progress, uh, leveled up characters, moves we pulled off, all that counted fine. Just the collectibles. Weird. Weird. I could go for another one of those games. I could too, actually, yeah. I, I just randomly woke up on Saturday and I was like, I feel like playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I wonder if anyone else does. Well, there you go. That, that would capitalize nicely off of all this superhero excitement, right? Yeah, exactly. With the yeah, new Spider-Man movie coming out next week. And Batman right. two weeks later. Like, all those dudes teaming up that you love. There you go. Yeah. Loki's yeah. in it. Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> there you go. But, well, that Avengers game is coming out for Connect, uh, and the Wii U. Uh, really? I th- yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Wii U and Connect. Huh. I guess it's a lot of motion stuff in that case. Anyway, is that all you played? Uh, oh, I also played Mighty Switch Force. That's a DSiWare game, right? Uh, 3DSiWare, but yeah. Okay, I think it used to be a DSiWare game. Nope. You're thinking Mighty Flip Champs, same studio. I think I am thinking that. Uh, that right. That's way forward. The guys who did like Contra Four and that Blood Rain 2D game. Okay, so it's got an exclamation point in the title. I like that. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's serious. Yeah, make sure it's got to be forceful too. We're just excited. They're just happy. So, are you playing with the 3D slider on? Nope. Okay. Am I looking at the right thing? There's like a bunch of girls at a car wash. Yes, that is the right <laughs> game. Okay. No, that's just my laptop's background, but thanks for announcing that. <laughs> How would I have accidentally seen that? <laughs> just remoted into your computer. Okay. Anyway. But yeah, it's it's a uh, platforming puzzle game. Okay. So basically, you have to beat the clock. You have to, you have to beat this par time is the idea. Uh, you have to find all these five criminals that escaped and get to your exit robot before the par time. Like, if you go over it, like it, it counts as you beating the stage, but you get unlocks if you get part-times. So, uh, the, the main mechanic of the game is switching. If you press a button on your hat, will flash, and then uh, stuff in the level will swap between active and deactivated. So okay. that's the main mechanic of the game, is that you keep switching stuff around to try to traverse the level and find these criminals. What kind of stuff are you deactivating? Uh, platforms, mainly, yeah. Pretty much all just platforms. Catching criminals, what does this have to do with a car wash? Oh, uh, that's just one of the random pictures you get when you beat a stage. Oh, okay. <laughs> huh. It, it makes about <laughs> as much sense as you think. Is the soundtrack pretty good? Uh, it's pretty good, actually. Yeah, uh, Way Forward's always got good like music and good sprite work, so it's, all, it's a really good game. Not that yeah, long, though. Oh. I think it's like 17 missions, and then you... If you get the DLC, or if you buy it after the DLC came out, you get six more. Uh, did you beat it then? Yeah, I beat it completely. How much was it? I want to say it was like six bucks. Okay. I might be wrong on that, but I don't know. It was it was good. It took a little bit. I don't remember how long exactly it took me to beat the game, but it was a, it was a good length. I had fun playing it. 
All right. I I got to stage six beforehand, and then like in two days of just big sessions, I knocked out the rest of the game. Hmm. Okay. All there right, you so, go. Yeah, Mighty Switch Force in store I now. Think Next week I'm excited though. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have a game to talk about next week. I today in the mail I got a copy of nine nine nine. Nine hours, nine persons. I've been wanting to buy that on Amazon so much. Uh, I'm just gonna steal it from you. (laughs) Well, I gotta beat it first, man. No, you're not. I'm actually going to play this one. I don't believe. I'm not all the way through. What do you mean? You you think I'm just gonna stop randomly? Yeah, yeah, because that's what you do with literally every other game. How far are you in Lollipop Chainsaw? Oh, you didn't finish it. How far are you in Azura's Wrath? Oh, you didn't finish it. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, you played Chapter 1. Because that was Saturday! I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, it was Saturday. You had the whole day. No, <laughs> I had friends over. You're going to start this game, and you're not going to finish it. You do realize now, despite you, I'm going to completely beat this well, game. Well, then that would be great, because then I can borrow it sooner. That's your plan, you asshole. Just goad John into actually beating games. Like, you should beat Azura's Wrath, because then I can actually borrow it this time, instead of just intercepting it <laughs> and playing as much as I could. Do you want to borrow Azura's Wrath? Uh, do, you know say what? Yes. At this point, I'm in a no. black hole, so no, say I've been yes. borrowing it's stuff It's like from six John. hours. You can do it. I know, but so is the darkness, too, and that's going to sit there for months. Like, I'm <laughs> weeks, anyway. Damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, once you get out of your Skyrim phase, you can borrow it, okay? Okay. But yeah. 50 dungeons, like, how many more can there be? Actually, there's like 240 or something, yeah. so... Okay. You're gonna be there a while. That's, that's like a, almost a fifth. But yeah, I'm super Whatever. excited for 999. Uh, one of my friends at E3, she hooked me up with a copy, so... Or she hooked me up with a contact to buy the copy, so... Okay. Uh, great. That is me opening it for the, the first time. I ran into briefly on day three. Yeah, that was that was Heidi before I went to concourse. Yeah. Okay. Cool. E three where stuff happens. Apparently, like I, I guess. Uh, great contacts on how to buy. Big fan games. of that game. Also, I now have a bunch of bit trip stickers too. Okay. Oh, Sean likes cool. those. Yeah. I have a giant sticker of Commander video. News! Okay. We actually have quite a bit this week, as opposed to previous weeks where we had, like, two. Um, what do we have here? Uh, first off, we have Far Cry 3 has been delayed. Whoa, what do you mean? For, like, we got an important reminder, which yeah, I now reminding to, about. Uh, it's from September 4th to December 8th. Oh. September 4th to December 8th? Yeah. That is... Yikes. Well, I guess that could be worse. It didn't get moved to next year like almost every other game. Yeah, for sure. Maybe they're putting their open world back in it. They actually listen to our feedback, and they're like, oh, we got to make it more like Far Cry 2. Malaria. Wait, no, no. They wouldn't do that. I know. I'm just I'm just having delusions of power. It's, yeah, don't worry about it. I, I assume it's because they're doing like the two separate storyline thing with the, the multiplayer and the single player. Hmm. So the, what? They just need more time to tune that, or is it yeah. some market? Like I think it's wait, just what comes out week of more. Yeah, it's got to be a polished job, like you said, Sean. But do we know what comes out week of September fourth? Like maybe it's like, oh, obviously they wouldn't go up against that. The that's closest crazy. thing to that date I can think of is Borderlands two, but that's about two weeks later. Yeah. Oh, two so weeks. So that, that shouldn't be the case. Huh. All right. Okay. One thing that you did skip over though, and the reason why we have to say it's June twenty fifth. Is oh, that tomorrow right. the Mass Effect 3 ending DLC comes out? But by the time they hear this, it will probably be today. Yeah. Yeah. But that's pretty crazy. Just so people I... aren't wondering, why aren't they talking about that? Because I'm sure Nathan and I will talk about that. 
So have they said if that's actual gameplay DLC or just more cutscenes? I think they said it was just cutscenes. I guess do, we'll I find out. Beat, do I have to play through the end level again to see it, or yeah? Are they going to charge? If that's the case, are they going to charge for that? That seems like a major it's ripoff. A, you know, it's free. They've oh, already it's said free. it's free. They, okay. they've if you do have to play through it. Control. A lot of people are saying, "Do just set the game to easy." Okay. And then play the end again. But then that's wrong. We'll find out. Like, I guess we'll find out this week, and we'll talk about it next week. I have a feeling okay. by the time I actually get to that, the Wii U version will probably be out. <laughs> that might be the version to play. You got your, your little gamepad. You got data. You got conversations on there. Yeah. There you go. People can spoil the whole game for you with that weird chat program they have. Yay! <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I don't. Okay. I guess I won't talk about the ending. But yeah, please don't. I, I won't. Have you played? We, any in the we had an entire though? podcast devoted to talk about the ending. Right. Did you play any of the previous ones though? Uh, I have watched a large chunk of Mass Effect One, but I've not played Mass Effect One. Okay. Or two. Someone should probably just do a special edition of that game and redo it better. I don't know. Like, just put the newer gameplay in that story. That's a that's great. a lot of work. I know. I'm just saying. And, and keep in mind that Microsoft rather the rights to Mass Effect. Doesn't Microsoft own the rights to Mass Effect 1? Yeah. We already kind of speculated that might be the case, but someone should liberate that from their clutches. I, I highly doubt that'll happen. I don't see Microsoft letting yeah. that one go. Alright. We'll, we'll table that for now. If if any of us become billionaire philanthropists, though, we have to fund that. <laughs> get a kick, get a kick start of, go. I'm still on the fence of I would rather like new content. Oh, like you just move on, new story. I guess that's yeah. I, well, that's obviously going to happen, right? Keep but, in mind, if they remake Mass Effect One, they're probably going to make it in like the Mass Effect Two or Three more actiony style. That's what I want. That's fine. The gunplay in Mass Effect is One is jacked not up. It's no good. It, oh. Mainly it's frame rate. Maybe I'll just get a good computer and play the PC version. There you go. Problem solved. That's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> Alright, moving on. We also have uh, the $99 360s that were going around. Remember the... It's like the cell phone kind of plan for the 360? Yep. They had to go to a Microsoft store, which there yeah. are only... Like what? Three of those? On I think the there was like sixteen I, or something. 16. Yeah, like a little over a dozen. Okay. So apparently now that is officially coming to Best Buy and GameStop. As of you have written literally today. Yes. We have those up here. So yeah, I'm pretty sure we're not getting that. No. Because keep in mind, yeah, I was gonna say keep in mind our cell phone contracts are different. So. And way worse. Like, yeah, way worse. Limited data, higher cost anyway. It's terrible. three years instead of two. Yeah, enjoy yeah. it, America. You you don't know how good you have it. And watch yeah. South Park for free on the internet. You can do that. It's crazy. Uh, we can do that here. No, you can't go to the Comedy Central Central website and just watch it. Go to the Comedy Channel. What? Yeah, that's how I've been watching the Daily Show and Colbert. Oh my goodness, this is a revelation. I'm glad I said that, and now I know. Good stuff. Okay, Con- continue. I'm more interested in the fact you didn't know about that. Yeah, uh, I just remember like, the, like what are those Canadian dudes? Like they they have weird faces and they fart all oh, the time. Oh, uh, Terrence and Philip. Yeah, like every time I click on it, it would just be them. It's like, sorry, Canada, can't can't do it. See you later. Shouldn't that? But when you do that to like the Colbert Nation or like Daily Show websites, they point you to Comedy Cent or to the Comedy Network. Comedy Network. Okay. Huh. This changes everything. You're welcome. If this is true. Thanks, John. I don't know if all the episodes are on there, but, like, I'm sure a good chunk of them are. Okay. This is great. 
Great news. Anyway, okay. And anyways, nine dollars Xboxes yeah. pay way more over the course of three years or something. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it it works out to like four hundred and sixty bucks because you have to pay fifteen dollars a month because you have to get the Xbox Live for two years, and you have to pay the ninety nine dollars up front for the system along with Connect. And uh, if you just bought all that separately, it would only be about four hundred bucks instead of four hundred and sixty. So you're paying sixty bucks more over the span of two years to get yeah. that. So, I mean, it's it's not that bad and not that good. And I think there's a fee if you want to, like, break out a contract early, so... Just, you know, don't do that if you're uh, in the States, but... Yeah. I think, really, at this point, though, if anyone's going to buy a 360, they're just going to buy, like, a base model. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I see this $100 thing taking off. It's an interesting no, idea, at least, though. I don't know who the audience is, really. I th- I think what I personally think this is is them testing the idea of can we do this on our next major console release? Yeah, no, that's definitely what it is for sure, for sure. Okay. Uh, next Brief. piece of news. No, 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 no wait, 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 wait. More, I don't want to talk about Microsoft no. anymore. That's not as interesting as the next piece of news. <laughs> wait, brief South Park update. Um, there's just a link to buy on iTunes, and there's like interviews with Matt and Trey. Oh, that's so, mean. Yep. Sorry. It's okay. But you can watch The Daily Show and any other comedy network show. I like Conan was on there, so anyway. Okay, this fine. is less right. interesting to me. Okay, sorry, I know why Sean. you're excited about this, Sean. Criterion is now in charge of any Need for Speed games. Okay. That is ridiculous. So stuff like The Run will never happen again. Yep. Well, it might, but it'll just be like a good version of it. Okay. My question about this is now, like, what does this mean for Burnout, exactly? Because I know that the next Need for Speed game is kind of like Burnout Paradise. Well, there's a quote here from uh, uh, VP of Criterion Alex Ward saying, Our stamp's going to be in everything you see in Need for Speed and Burnout going forward in the future. So they're definitely still thinking of Burnout. All right. He said the word Burnout in that sentence. Yes. So like, Burnout's all about like super smashing up cars and Need for Speed not as much. So I know. No, I definitely want more Burnout than more Need for Speed, but we're definitely going to be getting more Need for Speed than we are Burnout, as just because it's a big have. franchise. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Need for Speed, we're also getting annual at this point, so does this mean they're still going to do annual, or is it become biannual, or what's going to happen to Need for Speed after this? Or, or well, I would assume still annual. Or, annual. are they going to alternate between Need for Speed and Burnout? That would be interesting. That's a good idea. I, I kind of worry that they're going to do the Call of Duty route. But yeah. dude, if, I'm if assuming it's going to be Need for Speed being annual because EA owns Need for Speed, but EA does not own Burnout. Sorry, Nathan, what was that? Wait, they don't own Burnout? Who who published the Paradise? Everything from Burnout Three onwards has been through EA. Oh, has yeah. it? Okay, there you yeah. go. The first the first two was with I think Acclaim, and then Burnout Three onwards has been EA. I'm just saying, like, yeah, Call of Duty model, but if it turns out, like, you're just getting a new Burnout Paradise type experience every two years, that's awesome, right? Oh, actually, I don't know if I you'll, want that. You'll eventually get sick of it. Yeah. Okay. Just, there, there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. Okay. I guess I'm okay with Need for Speed becoming annualized, because Need for Speed I don't care as much. Burnout Paradise well, I mean, becoming annualized would not be great. I want that mm-hmm. to be a special thing that only happens once every five years. Yeah, well, I mean, up to this everything. point, Need for Speed has been annual. Yeah, exactly. So, so does the new one have the same kind of multiplayer thing? Like seven dudes meet up on top of the parking garage. We're gonna do some yes. jumps. Yep. Okay. 
I could actually do that this time, I guess. Be, yeah, I'm going to do it. it. Day I'm going to be doing that day one. Okay. As long and, as reviews, and day as long as 100. I'm there, too. Maybe they'll get the soundtrack right this time. Less piano music. More dub. All yeah, I remember from the, the actual Need for Speed and Most Wanted that came out was uh, Prodigy. That's all I remember from it. <laughs> okay. And they did have that song in the trailer. So, well, Firestarter. No, cause, yeah, because all I remember from Most Wanted was uh, You'll Be Under My Wheels. Okay. So I remember I, I just song played my own from Alice in Chains pretty quickly. I wonder if they have like seven different versions of Girlfriend on this one. I don't know. It'll probably be EA Tracks again, and they won't be that great because, you know, uh, Hot Pursuit didn't have a great soundtrack. It wasn't no, that bad. I don't remember much from it. Oh, they had so the Mars numbers. song on like the menu. Yeah. Jared Leto. Blah. Anyway. So, breaking news, EA Tracks, not that good. Yep. We just cracked that code. Okay, let's let's move on to the Nintendo Direct. This is the big story? Yep. Is that true? All right. What is this? What, what was this online this conference? This was an online though? conference. Yeah. This okay, is Nintendo's fifth conference. Nintendo I know, does these like, every few months. This is my question. Like, who's handling PR at Nintendo right now? Because they're doing the worst job. Like, why didn't they ha- say half of this stuff at E3? Then people would be less angry. I don't know. Like, that's there's a, good a 3DS question. Animal Crossing on here. Keep, keep in mind, keep in mind, E3 conferences this year were shown online on TV, so they had to keep it within, like, a certain time frame. Right, but oh, just, uh, like, just whisper these words somewhere, and people would be excited, right? Some of them, yeah. anyway. I, I, I remember know last right, year... It's, remember last year where at the very end of the Nintendo conference they had like a, a wall up here with like 50 games written on it? Yeah, just a bunch of logos. Lo- yeah, logos, yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, cool, I like Punch-Out. Like, they did that one year. I remember that too, but okay. That that would have been several years ago at this point. I would I would have liked something like that. But anyway, let's actually say the th- exciting things they should have said two weeks ago. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo. So I'm just going to run through the kind of all the information I got from it. So Nintendo's going to have DLC for new Super Mario Bros. Two. Already knew that. Fire Emblem 3DS will be out in North America 2013. So that's a release. The closest thing to a release date we've gotten so far. Okay. Uh, That was kind of just a a rumor before that would seem. Well, they had announced it's coming, but just not any time when. Okay. Uh, Professor Layton and the Mask of Miracle comes out in November. So thumbs up for another annual Layton game. I'm okay with that because they haven't got worse in what? any way. Okay. In fact, they got. Do you better. know what happened with Phoenix Wright cross Professor Layton? I have no oh, idea. Oh yeah, where I is not that? Heard about that? I don't know. Okay. Move Animal on Crossing story, 3DS comes out this fall. You get to be the mayor. Oh, Port- Like, wait, where's Tortimer? I don't know. Or do you get to meet him at like the mayor's meeting? Do they maybe do that? maybe you become Tortimer? Annually, no, the you, mayor's you're, meet you're up. the me. You you play as your me. But you get to be the mayor. So wait, you design the town. So do you not have to put up with Tom Nook's bullshit anymore? Like you're just like, I don't know. No, shut up. I'm I don't know. Maybe you hard. No, I, maybe you get to bully Tom. I Nook think you this always time. have to be in Tom Nook's pocket. <laughs> okay. Are you saying Tom Nook is the king? He is. King? He's like a. He is. Yeah. It's amazing. I finally paid off my house on that one though, so I have a statue. And then I got a KK Slider song. That that and happened the best like a week ago, possible street passing idea. If you street pass with other 3DSs, they move that to your town? now joins your town. There you go. That makes so much sense. Oh, God, conventions are just going to be full. Yeah. Th- that gonna, is your town's actually... going to be huge, and then you need to design the town to fit all these people. That's the best. Wait, is this actually an idea, or is this Sean's idea? No, this is what they said. Okay. 
just I, like it says, what a great idea. But I thought that was just like I came up with this idea. What do you think, guys? Oh no, I'm, I, that was my little you know footnotes of hey, I that agree. Was this holy is awesome. cow moment. So you can, yeah. Okay, so you design the town like you determine where your river is and like tree. I, I think like, so. Yeah. Where you, okay, that's cool. That's awesome. Makes sense if you're the mayor. Yeah. I just I hope Tortimer's still there. Maybe he's just on like sick leave, but you still get to like go ch- hang out with him. Or he's like and the wise you, old he's former. He's the mayor, president now. And yeah. he gives you advice. I would vote for Tortimer. <laughs> he seems nice, yeah. But okay. That okay, cool. That that does sound like a compelling three DS reason to to get I, I still want ports of games in it though. Because I got I found Excite Bike, I just dug it up. It was just in a hole in the ground. And I was like, Alright. It was awesome. <laughs> Why would you bury Excite Bike in the ground? I don't know. Somebody did. I, they probably Animal put a message on the Town message board. Super awesome game. But yeah. Okay. So cool, cool. New 3DS Animal Crossing. That would have been an exciting, noteworthy thing. I would have liked to know. I, I'm about. honestly surprised I didn't mention it at all during like the conference. Yeah. You know what? I'm surprised they didn't mention. Yeah. Their new the console. 3DS XL. Ninety percent. You know what? This. No. No. What? You don't want. I don't, one? I don't like this. You don't Why? want a bigger 3DS. It's been out for a year. But then I can get one, and it'll be better than yours. You could. You could. Uh, so I will say, it's going to be a uh, 90% bigger, um, but like the DSi XL, uh, it's not actually uh, making the pixels any bigger, it's yeah. just making the screen bigger. So it's going to look kind of bad, but... Okay. Did the, th- did the DSi XL actually sell well? No, actually... Uh, the DSi XL is apparently selling quite well, so I guess that, that's doing good for them. I I've actually seen a ton of those in the wild from little kids. They just really? love big screens. Yeah, I've, no, I've no seen one, two, and one of no, them was one of our former co-workers. I, no, I've seen quite a bit. Like, when I see a DS now, it's either a 3DS or it's a DSi XL. Hmm. So there's that. Um, I think, I, I don't know, maybe the draw is just parents being like, oh, they can't lose it as easily. Maybe. I but, just... Uh, does, I don't think it'll fit in your pocket as well. One of you guys has a DSi XL, don't you? I used to. I traded it in for my 3DS, but that was me. Yeah. How did you find that fitting in your pocket? Uh, I I don't think I put it in my pocket much. Keep in mind, uh, I kind of wear baggy shorts a lot, oh, okay. so that would have fit quite easily. However, it fit in my backpack really nicely. I've gotten way into messenger bags, so... Yeah, there you go, so... Yeah. All right. For the most part, I don't even play my DS on the go, so it's not a huge issue for me. Um... See, for me, just let me run through some of the specs real quick. Here, here, for all no, before you do that, I just want to say this. The reason I ask that is because I carry my 3DS everywhere because of screen passing. So you're going to want to probably have your 3DS XL on you all the time. That's in a your good messenger point. bag. And I understand that, but I'm a special case at the moment. I'm trying to not street pass until PAX so that I can actually have some of that fun. Otherwise, I will have finished everything before PAX, and that's just boring. You're, what? You're seriously that close to finishing Find Me 2? Dude, I finished Find Me 2 like eight times. Who hasn't? I, I didn't think you'd be that far, so you've got like all the hats? Not all the hats, but in terms of like beating that, beating the game? No. Yeah, because you, yeah, you have to be Find Me 2 Secret Quest like ten times. Okay, well, I'm, I'm definitely on my way for that. But I'm just and, talking and in the reg- terms of... And the regular uh, quest three times, so... I'm just on my way of uh, like puzzle pieces, I meant. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, okay, so some specs. So the top screen is going to be 4.88 inches, and the bottom is 4.18 inches. The battery is going to go from about 3.5 to 6.5. Original 3DS was 3 to 5, 
and uh, if you're playing DS games, it'll be six to ten hours, as opposed to the original 3DS being five to eight hours. I think okay. this, maybe this is where it bugs me because they're getting a better better battery than we have. Well, that if makes Nite- sense. If Nintendo announces, "Hey, uh, we don't want to leave you guys in the dust. Here's the better battery for this system." Okay, then keep whatever. in mind, Apple does this every year, and people got over it. So get over it. But I don't know. It's weird seeing Nintendo do this. I mean, well, they need I money, so you're dude. saying they're taking a page from the super successful company? It's gonna happen. Like <sighs> this is what happens. I don't. <laughs> then don't buy it. No one's forcing I, I, no, you. No, 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 no. I, I know, I know. No one's forcing me to buy it. I'm just saying. Why is it our economy and has become this? Because it sells. It works. The why are we so stupid as a people? You, people want the new thing. You're you're arguing about wanting the great new battery. Well, you might end up buying this, or you know, wait for the next iteration and you get every second one. I got a three-year-old iPhone, so I'm yeah. still okay. But yeah. Uh, the AC adapter will actually not be sold with this, uh, but it will support the original one. No, actually, they said in the Japan it won't, but in the U.S. it will. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, Why did they sell that colors, separately? That's crazy. Okay. Uh, Japan and Europe are getting white, they're getting red and black, and they're getting silver and black. And uh, North America is getting black, black and blue, and black and red. Man, a lot of where's, black. like, more festive... Br- like, I like that was blue one. The DSi one. That was awesome. That's the one I got. Elephant Blue. <laughs> I actually really... I, I like the white 3DS that Japan got. I thought that looked really nice. And we currently have a purple DS uh, 3DS out that I think looks like pretty good. Like Indigo? Like GameCube color? There's a purple one now. No, it's more violet Okay. But I just... like I really like purple. But the white one I thought looked real, real snazzy. Do you think we're going to mm. get that special edition Fire Emblem one that they did? No. No. Oh. Fire Emblem well, is a big thing. franchise in Japan, not in. So you can import it. Yeah, you can import right. it. It's not region locked. Uh, wait, I thought the 3DS was region locked. The DS isn't. I didn't. No, I thought that was DS. one of the things that people were complaining about with the 3DS. Or is it just the eShop is region locked? No, I think the actual 3DS itself is region locked. I seem to remember some people oh. fussing about that. Do you think it's region locked for DS games? No, it, it's okay. fine it for is, normal DS, fact, but I think right. it's 3DS. Okay, yeah. so I do have Jump Superstars that I. I kind of like playing every now and then. Man, that sucks. I got used to this. Yeah, portable stuff is fine. Buy that at Windong game. It's just, it's cool. Oh well. So you you just double check that, Nathan? You yeah. Said? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and in terms of release date, out in Japan and Europe on July twenty eighth, and North America on August nineteenth, at a price of two hundred dollars US. You know that's that's not a bad price point. I'll say that. That's it's the day before my birthday. Because what, the normal 3DS is 170 right? 170 or 180 yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's 20 30 bucks more expensive, but you get a slightly better battery life and a larger system, so I mean, it makes sense. I, I am still a bit bitter about all this, because one year after the system came out, come on. Dude, you got to get used to it. Apple does this every year, people got used to that, it's uh, going to keep happening. Has it really only been a year? It's been 14 months. Yeah, it, okay. it came out spring last year. So it'll be about it'll be almost a year and a half when this comes out over here, well, or yeah. a year and a third. Uh, I'm planning not to pick it up. I'm not going to get it. Nathan, now time to jump on. Well, I mean it's the day before my birthday, so hopefully someone will, you know, a real nice person will buy it for me. I don't know. All right, good luck. I, we'll start a Kickstarter yeah. for you. 
Yeah. No. If I get one at this point, I might get a bigger one. Sure. It's it's a possibility, but when's that Animal Crossing come out? Maybe I'll just wait. Don't this fall, they said. Yeah. No okay. solid date yet. Maybe there'll be a special themed one. It's got apples on it and like yeah, KK Slider sitting on there. I don't know. Yeah. All right, next little bit. This is a weird piece of news. I know. The next Super Smash Bros. is being made by Namco Bandai. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, I'm not, that's just weird. Now, I, okay. Now, uh, well, Project Sora. On, Nathan, what do you care? Paul You're Phoenix out of the Smash Bros. loop. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not like I'm like, oh, this is awful. It's just really strange. I'm okay. Yeah. Here, let me look. How many Tekken characters are going to be in there? Then? All of them. I don't know. They haven't said. Oh, sweet. Okay. Here, here's the thing. Now, uh, Sakurai, the guy who's worked on all the Smash Bros. games, his studio, Sora, the guy who made Kid Icarus Uprising, is also involved in this. But yes. the majority of the work is being done by Namco Bandai, because it's going to be out on the 3DS and the Wii U. And apparently also the guy, one of the lead guys from the Tales games is going to be they got this. They have, like, pretty much all the all-stars from Namco Bandai there. They have a guy from the Tales series, a guy from the Tekken series, a guy from the Gundam Versus series... Really and like Ridge Racer. Was there a Ridge Racer guy there? I can't remember. Messiah Kobayashi. I that is yes. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah, like, they're going, Namco Bandai is going all out, so I've got hopes for it. I just, I don't know what to expect is all I can think of right now. Just, I am all for a change to the Smash Bros. format. Same here, but like... I understand that I'm in the minority, because people love that game, but still... I, I'm oh, interested to up, see what will be created by this. Did you ever actually look up that wave dashing thing? What? What about it? Sean? Oh, no, I forgot all about that. Okay. John, can you explain that better than I could? Uh, wave dashing... Okay, you know in Melee how you can dodge in, in midair in any direction? Yeah. So, imagine if you jump slightly, then wave dash back to the ground immediately. If you did that, you would, would start sliding along the ground. How long do you slide for? Uh, depends on the character. Oh, apparently huh. Luigi's good at it. Yeah, Luigi can, is has super slipper shoes, so you, if you wave dash from one corner of like Final Destination, I think you can get over to the other end, like right away, or maybe Weird. two dashes. I didn't know that was a thing. So basically, you can move and also use your standing still attacks. So it's really good strategy because all your huh. all your standing still attacks, your charge attacks are more powerful. So you can you can wave dash. Start charging up your like most powerful attack, and you'd still be moving towards your opponent. Right, right. Huh. Okay. Cool. Okay. Briefly back to Namco stuff. Didn't they make that Star Fox game? The Assault. Yeah. Yeah. How no, was that? I, I really like Assault. Assault was all right, actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Adventure is the I one people. Pe- people hated the on-ground segments of Assault, which uh, fair enough. But mm-hmm. I, uh, from I was okay. It was it. one of the better Star Foxes that. Since '64. Okay. So Namco's done well in the past, I guess. Maybe? I'm just surprised to see yeah, such I love a those Tales games. I'm just surprised to see like what I would call Nintendo's biggest franchise using all their characters and then just give it mm-hmm. to a completely different company. That is a little. I don't know if this is just them trying to earn some favor for like the Wii U to get more third-party support, but it's crazy. I have a Wait. feeling they just they kind of feel like they need to make another Smash Bros, but they just they want to focus on other stuff. So they're like, "Well, this but has again, to get done." Now I'm just like, "Well, they had a new Smash Brothers game in development, and again, they didn't whisper a word of it at the E3 two weeks they, ago." They mentioned it last year. 
Okay. And apparently what happened was uh, Sakurai wasn't going to start working on Smash Brothers until Kid Icarus was done. And that fin- came out, like, what, April? Yeah. March or April. Yeah, so okay. he brought, this game's only been worked on theoretically for, like, two months. So wait, is, is this, like, news conference thing just, like, a way of, like, doing damage control post-E3 to be like, all right. No, well, no, no. Well. No, Nintendo no. Nintendo does no. these every few months. They have these online, and they release a whole bunch of stuff. Nintendo had four during E3, or three, three during E3 and their actual yeah. conference. Yeah, okay. but in terms of just these, just a Nintendo Direct, they have done these, like, I remember we talked about this in last year in the fall at one point, because they did one. Mm-hmm. So they do do these kind of little online uh, press conferences every now and then. <laughs> Alright, I guess, you know, cool, I guess. This is weird. 8-Bit Summer program. Alright, 8-Bit Summer. Uh, apparently, the virtual console on the 3DS is going to be getting two old-school games a week starting July 5th. So they've got some choice games in there. The original Legend of Zelda. Uh, the Game Boy original Kid Icarus. So this is the second Kid Icarus game. And oh, it's got subtitle of Myths and Monsters? Yeah. Actually, that was the okay. Kid Icarus game I beat and I loved. It was actually really fun. And it's I find it better than the original Kid Icarus, personally. That's probably true. I, I think that's the, the one I own and the only one I've played. Yeah, that's probably the case. Yeah, I think we had this discussion a while back. Yeah. Uh, and a bunch of like more Sonic games. So there's going to be some more... Uh, Game Gear stuff. What is Sonic Blast? I've never heard of that. Uh, do you remember Sonic 3D Blast? No. Okay, well... That was in the the port on GameCube, right? That collection? Yeah. Mega collection? It's basically yeah. uh, isometric Sonic. I don't remember it being especially good, but... I know. It, it, it was a really odd idea. Oh, okay. Spinball was cool. Yeah, everyone likes No, I don't know. Spinball's hit or miss. Anyways, so look forward to that starting up next week. There's going to be two new, uh, two new virtual console games a week. I'm, I'm kind of excited. I kind of wonder what they're going to be charging for these. Probably the standard pricing, like five bucks. You know what? I actually have to buy a new memory card for my 3DS. It's full. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why don't you just delete some old stuff? I actually did delete some stuff. I'm at a point where I don't want to delete more stuff, or the stuff I want to delete wouldn't free up space on my memory card because it's all DSI stuff. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that's not too hard to do. I'll find out in the next couple weeks. Xbox Live! Summer of Arcade 2012. The games have been priced and announced and dated. Starting with what I'm actually legitimately excited for. Tony Hawk HD for 1,200 points on July 18th. Okay. I played that first one, and I, I kind of just don't care. Really? Uh, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Tony Hawk. So yeah, I, no, I, I can definitely see it, but it's just personally. Don't care. Okay. Uh, followed by July 25th, Wrecketeer for 800. So that's the Connect Angry Birds kind of game. Yep. Sean, are you stoked? I'll wait to hear. I'm I'm always wanting more Connect games to play. Okay. Did you hear about the whole debacle with Steel Battalion heavy armor? Yeah, yeah, I did. Man, bummer! Like it that looks was so, so cool, though. Everyone was so psyched about that game for it coming out, and then actually playing it and finding out it was ass is just so disappointing. But like the footage, like even the look of it and stuff, is still pretty good. I just... I, I watched demos at, at uh, PAX East, and that game looked fantastic. Like there were lineups for it constantly. People were saying like it was the best game they played on Connect. It was... Yeah, <sighs> like. I, like, I mean, if I ever get a Connect, it'll be in, like, two years, and there'll be copies of that thing and dump-ins everywhere. So maybe I'll check it out. 
Apparently, Amazon dropped the price of it by like fifteen bucks before it came out. Day one, and they were bundling it with Connect. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not going well over there from software. What do you what happened? They still have Demon Souls and Dark Souls to fall back on. Yeah, but okay. Anyway, d- July twenty fifth, Recruiter. Yep. August first, Deadlight for twelve hundred points. Now yep, you got to play that. Interesting. Yeah, that one's that one's pretty cool. But yeah. August 8th, hybrid, 1,200. From what I saw of this, this looks interesting. Is this the 5th Cell shooter? It's like, yeah, or I I don't know if it's 5th Cell. I think it is. It's, uh, you're kind of reversing gravity and stuff and flying around on a jetpack or something. Yeah, is this the one where there's no movement except going to new cover? Yeah. That sounds familiar, yeah. It's upside down and all around and crazy. Yeah, Yeah, I I think this is the one that the Scribblenauts guys, 5th Cell, are working on, so... Here, let me just click on hybrid. And, and while you're doing that, the last one is uh, Dust, an Elysian yep. Tale for 1,200 points on August 15th. That's the uh, Metroidvania type game I really liked. Cool, yeah, like a lot of people have been saying that looks cool, so. Yeah, so That's I'm, some interesting stuff. I'm definitely sure. getting Tony Hawk and Dust and maybe Dead Light. What about you guys? Uh, I actually I'm know very little about, about all these, so I'm probably just going to wait to hear if any of them are good, and then I'll probably just pick them up. And I also did read on Major Nelson's blog that if you buy any three, you'll get 400 points back. They didn't say whether that's going to be in Canada, Canada or whatever it is, but I yeah. think a few years back they started just saying doing it in Canada, right? Uh, yeah, because I remember there's been a couple promos they've done that. So I remember I got hosed on that Ninja Turtles game, but yeah. Um, just looking at, the, like, hybrid is fifth cell. Okay. Uh, that looks that's like multiplayer heavy though, right? Like that's like this year's Monday Night Combat or something. I think, I think it is. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I never really looked at. Um, so like for me, Dead Deadlight and Dust are probably the ones I'm most curious about. If you get Just one more, no you get five bucks back. Tony Hawk. Yeah, I know. So if Hybrid is as cool as it sounds, maybe I'll jump in on that. Um, I will play some Hybrid with you. Okay. <laughs> Sold. Summertime. All right. Look for it. Now a game near and dear to all our hearts, Saints Row the Third. <laughs> well, except Nathan. Yeah. Well, oh, right. You hated that. I forgot. I still really just, like, I feel like more and more, like, was I crazy? Like, I should go back and see it, but it just, I think everyone is just wrong, and really, they didn't give proper respect to Saints Row 2, which is the actual best Saints Row game. You guys are all crazy. You're so dumb. No. I've I've seen some people actually agree with his sentiments, so he's not the only person out there who thinks that. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Saints Row the Third rocks. (sighs) Okay. All right, but it was supposed to get some DLC called Into the Dominatrix, which was actually going to be a standalone expansion. Yeah. It was like it was originally an April Fool's joke. I think so. Yeah. And then they turned it into the expansion, and it was going to be like thirty bucks and standalone. And then apparently now it's going to become. Saints Row 4. Yes. Is this just like THQ needs more money kind of thing, or why Why did this happen? Who knows? What, what is this line you wrote in here, Sean? Working title for the sequel is The Next Great Sequel in the Saints Row Franchise? Yeah, that's a quote from them, and it just I put that down because I remember Giant Bomb being way into that title and thinking <laughs> they should keep that as the actual <laughs> title, or the actual subtitle. I could, but... I could see them doing that. So, that'd be, that'd be good. All right, and apparently they also announced Okami HD this past week. Only for PSN though, which kind of bummed me out because points, dude. No, yeah, it was on PS2 PSN. I, I know, but it's like Capcom, right? They can port that wherever they want. But so, what, you, what is it going to be? Connect? 
No, just well, a game no, keep, <laughs> that you play. Keep in mind that the the Okami HD for PSN has move support and normal controller support. Oh, oh weird. Okay. So you can, I never beat that game. I played like three quarters of it I, and then I, bought a 360, and that was the end was of that generation. Long. Oh, yeah, it's crazy long. Yeah. Like, I was probably at hour 25, 30. Like, I was actually thinking of maybe I'll finally play it, I'll get this one, and then when I heard it's super long, I was like, oh, well, there goes that. Well, super long is relative now, because I could have beaten that game and played Metal Gear Solid 3 in the amount of time I spent with Skyrim this past week, so... God, that's whatever. so depressing when you say that out loud. No, it's not. It's <laughs> awesome, dude. I did so much stuff. It's crazy. Guess how many Dragon Souls I killed, like, got. Like, 20, 20 or something. You should tell them to a girl. I'll try it. You, know, you know what the sad thing is? I think my girlfriend's clocked more time on Skyrim than Nathan has. Well, there you go. Pro- probably. Like, I've, I just got in. I don't know. What, what's everyone at? What's what's a good average time for that game? I, I'm, I'm looking at a couple hundred hours. Yeah. Probably. Like, you said a friend S-ranked it last week, right? On on the uh, backloggery? Oh, yeah. Uh, he said I ran 100 hours. Okay. I can get you the exact so number if you want, go. but let, let's move on as well. No. And Dongard comes out tomorrow. So. Oh, God, is that tomorrow? Yep. It's about to happen again. Uh, more Skyrim. All I will hear on the internet is Skyrim and Mass Effect 3. Yep. That's all the internet's going to be for the next forever. Although more people should arguably be talking about the Need for Speed movie. Because it wasn't even on this list until I intervened. So what are you guys doing? All right. DreamWorks. Yeah. Wait, DreamWorks is doing this? Yeah. What? That's all the story needs to be at this point. Someone like was like, hey, we got this hot racing franchise, we should turn this into a movie, and someone else said, yeah, here's a bunch of money, and that's great, because, Sean, as the biggest fan of street racing films in this podcast right now, how do you feel about some competition coming to that circle? I think any competition uh, would be great because it'll only further improve on the two racing uh, franchises. Wait, what? Okay. What are the two? So, I know Fast and Furious is one. <laughs> yeah, like are you more well, excited for the Fast Six or Need for Speed the movie? Need for Speed the Fast and Furious. I don't know. I'm more excited for Fast Six because I'm so uh, deeply invested in those characters. Right. Like, is Han, like, what's going to happen with him in this one? Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe he's also in this one, and he's still not dead yet. <laughs> yeah. Or they maybe they finally meet up with Sean part. in Tokyo, and it's the true sequel to Tokyo Drift. There's so many things they could do. Yeah. The Rock. The Rock. And who shows up at the end again? It's, like, Eva Mendez. Yeah, she's back, and then they show, uh, that girl that we thought was dead, and she's still alive, and it's like, Whoa! Yeah, twists aplenty in Fast Five uh, in stores now. But okay, yeah, th- there's a movie coming out. Hey, you know I'm, what? W- Fast and the Furious 3 in stores now. <laughs> All of them. Every the single franchise. Fast and the Furious movie. Probably still right. in, anyway, in, they're gonna, in stores. Right. So they're going to get some company soon in the street racing film circuit. And we're all going day one. We'll have reports live from the theater <laughs> in line. We uh, will be podcasting straight from the theater. Yeah. I don't know when this is coming out. Maybe it's not going to actually happen, but, you know, hopefully. So, moving on to a lot of questions. All right. Before that, uh, Nathan, my friend here, he uh, oh. says, completed the main story, all major side quests, and unlocked all achievements, 87 hours, 18 minutes, and 53 seconds. Okay. I don't think I'll be able to pull that together in the next 30 hours. You're, you're so. close. 
time wise. I'm just having fun with it, but yeah, time wise. But I've been enjoying some scenery, so yeah. Like literally, I watched a sunrise and it was awesome. But whatever. Okay, question time. Question time. All right, where do we begin? All right, this question here, I has no name on it. They're underneath. What? Oh, so this is Austin. Yeah, this this question's from okay. Austin. First things first. No love for French toast. This is in relation yeah, to our pancake. I don't like French toast. Okay, uh, is there more to French toast than just you dip bread in eggs and then throw it on a frying pan? I don't think so. You can add cinnamon to it? No, like, I've just been doing that. And I've kind of just always seen jam it syrup, though, so I've never really been into it. I don't know. I, I just remember not liking it as a kid and never really giving it a second chance. Okay, I regularly have French toast, but... I, well, I regularly have egg bread, and I've been calling it French toast, but then I was told I was doing it wrong, like, a couple months ago. So, if that qualifies, it's a totally fine breakfast food. Moving on to the next question. Second question. Animal Crossing 3DS. So, Nathan, would this be your reason to get a 3DS? Kinda. Like, it's interesting. It's the most compelling game so far I've seen, so... Third question. Possible. I just want to say that uh, I was interested in this game way before Nathan. Are you so being hipster like about Animal school? Crossing? <laughs> like the next Animal Crossing? Wait, you, you you didn't predate my interest in the GameCube one. I, I didn't. doubt it. I can't. I don't know. I, I, I got that. How game would like you even before. know that? I don't know when I started playing that game. Okay, I I do. Like the first week it came out back in like 2002 or whatever. That's probably. I, I can't believe you're trying okay. to be hipster about Animal Crossing. No, dude, K.K. Slider and I, way back. Anyway. All right, third question. What do you think the price point for the 3DS XL is? They already announced that. It was 200 bucks. Lastly, Project yep. X, Project X Zone. What do you think it is? This is the first I don't time know. I've... Based just, just on that That's title? the first time I've heard about this. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. Project X Zone. I just Googled it. Isn't Project X that movie that just came out? I have a Duty, I have a Super Nintendo game Party? called X Zone. Is it just that? Uh, upcoming tactical role playing game for Nintendo 3DS. Okay, there you go. Monolith Soft. Ooh. Okay, it's not a sequel to Namco X Capcom, but it's kind of in that vein. Is that a thing? Wait, is this the one that had like the Sega involved? It's not the game that had the I'm Sega characters seen. involved, is it? Oh wait, wait, wait. Uh, this is the first crossover game between the three companies, Namco, Capcom... Oh, okay, so this is the one that has, like, Dante and, like, the character from Die Hard Arcade and all this other stuff. I guess that's what this is, yeah. So it's, like, Uh, weird... From what I've seen of that, it actually looks pretty cool. Okay. I just hope we actually get it over here this time, because I was kind of disappointed we never got Namco across Capcom. That's the thing where there's, like, weird licensing issues with all of this stuff, right? Yeah, well, in Namco Cross Capcom, they use a bunch of characters that I don't think we have over here. So far in in that one, I'm pretty sure all the games have come out over here. Okay. Or like almost all of them, like Dot Hack, uh, Die Hard Arcade. Die Hard Arcade is actually the only one I can think of, and maybe Valkyria Chronicles Three. I'm seeing Space Channel Five on this list, so I'm happy. Yeah, Ula La is playable. That's awesome. I don't know uh, if that comes over here, I'll be hyped for it. So we totally cheated by using the powers of the internet, but that's what I think that is. Well, I, I heard about the game before, I just didn't know the name, so had had okay. I had he given a bit more hint about it, I would have been like, oh, that game. Well, there you go. All right. Uh, next email comes from Adam T. Hey, guys, my question is that if consoles 
of consoles before the current generation, PS2, N64, GameCube, NES, Genesis, SNES, etc., had DLC, what would you want? It could be little things or add entirely new parts to the game. My choices would be able to play a Zero and Mega Man X and bonus level games for games like Super Mario Bros. 3 and Sonic the Hedgehog. It would be interesting to see what everyone picks. Thank you. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe some stuff with like Pokemon instead of like releasing. Yeah, the, maybe the Pokemon the DLC would be over and over. Yeah, I, so I agree with that. Kind of kind of make like a Pokemon World type thing and just here's a new expansion. It's a whole new area. Uh, Zero didn't play differently enough in the Mega Man X games in X three when he was playable, so I don't think that would add anything. Like Metal Gear Solid, just tons of VR missions. That's why they so, made a Metal Gear Solid VR mission game. Yeah, they I made know, a completely separate game just for that. I have it. It's, it's good. Did you ever play the mystery mode where you have to figure out like the guy who ate all the popsicles? Yeah, that was great. That, that was, okay, yeah, I think I 100 percent that game, and I don't know why. Like it was just that, that was just the thing. There's achievements for the VR missions they put in Metal Gear Solid 2 on there. I'll probably do that at some point too. But other DLC stuff, um, I don't know. You know what? No, I'd probably. I'm sure there's something I can think of later, but for now. I'm good with what we got. More, more side quests in Tales of Symphonia. Just patch in more Colossi into Shadows of the Colossus. Don't, don't do that. That would be terrible. Oh god, that would um, take forever. Yeah. Alright, anyway, okay. uh, next email from Pasteur. You guys are awesome. Straight to the point. Keeping it raw. I'm glad to see a bit of variation. Although I... Yay. I would love to know if you guys have tried out DayZ yet. Not sure if you guys would enjoy it since it's still an alpha, but it's been awesome so far. Uh, I only found out about this like a couple days ago. Um, I guess it's like a giant Arma 2 mod. Yeah, basically it's a zombie but, like, apocalypse thing. Really like crazy, intense, like limited ammo, giant environment, multiplayer thing. It sounds really cool, but I don't have a computer that I think... I, how How strenuous is Arma 2? I don't think it's that strenuous. Okay. Just it sound like it was like, oh giant environments, nah, that would just choke that thing to death. But I guess I could look into it. It did sound really interesting. But my, I haven't actually tried it. My first exposure to Day Z was uh people trolling the game. So okay. I don't know if I could take the game too seriously. Like what do you mean, just acting like idiots in the like, like shooting shooting survivors and just literally like ruining the game for people. But is that ruining the game or is that making it more like Walking Dead type thing. Like, you so, can't so are you saying either. if the game started and one person immediately shot everyone and killed himself, that is more realistic? People go crazy in a zombie apocalypse, John. They're just going to freak out. They can't even handle it. And they're going to kill all their friends and then themselves because they're just done. I don't okay, know. so I'm not hanging out with you during a zombie apocalypse. I'm, I'm not saying me. I'm just saying some weirdos are going to start doing that. He is saying watch out. He already told me his plan. It's to kill <laughs> you. That's not my plan. I don't know. Well, now that I I'm, know, definitely doesn't not. even matter if this is zombie apocalypse. That's I'm going to the Safeway as soon as that happens. And hanging out there, they got all the meat locker. Everyone's going to the Safeway. Do not go to the Safeway. Damn it! You're right. I don't know where should I go. I, you oh, stay in your house. If Dead Rising you caught me anything, you go to the biggest mall you can find, and then start going yeah. there. Think of how right. many people are there. No, stay in your house. Like Dawn of the Dead, that motorcycle gang goes to the mall and then just goes bad. Just goes so bad. So, okay, I guess you're right. I've, I'll have to work on my plan. Um, I've been actually thinking about making a bag full of, like, stuff. Like, you know, got your med kits in there or whatever, just in case something happens. Gotta go. I'm sure everyone knows why. I'll talk to Sean about it later. Let's move on to the biggest barrel of questions. Oh, Do we have time I for have this? I have no idea what you're talking about. 
Okay. Okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Bug out bag. Thomas sent us 25 questions. I think that's fair to say, although some of them are like trivia. Yeah, or, one of them is just it links to a bunch of com- comics on Dorkly, so. <laughs> All right, let's run through these. All right, let's okay. knock it out. First, you guys didn't make this clear. Who were your winners and losers of E3? Best and worst moments. Resident Evil 6. Lost. Okay, Resident Evil 6 is the loser. Darksiders 2 is the winner. Every company lost except for Ubisoft. Ubisoft oh. did pretty good. I didn't hate Sony, but Nintendo lost. Oh, are we not saying games? We're saying companies? I guess. Nintendo lost? You know okay. what? I, I, I agree. Sony had the best conference. That's the main three. Yeah. Criterion okay. won E3. I don't agree with one that. game. Okay. Uh, I'm going with Ubisoft. Won Ubisoft won E3, in my opinion. Okay. Man, just company? Let me just... Uh, hmm. I liked Nintendo stuff. I don't. I don't know. Nintendo had good stuff, but I mean, they're. Con- I'm just going based off the conferences and like games they announced. Like Nintendo would be next to compare it to Ubisoft. Okay. I, I'm just gonna go with. I'm just gonna go with Nintendo as like the thing I was most intrigued by. Just best and worst moments conference. of E3 as well. Um, getting kicked, like, kicked off the ride, like, rising demo machine. I've said it before, moment, but it right? was the worst moment. <laughs> that was the worst moment. That was such a bitter thing to happen. Uh, best moment? I'll think about it. Just Worst moment was just Wonderbook. <laughs> okay. Wonderbook. Everything else was good. Just Wonderbook. Uh, second, assuming you guys talked about the 3DS XL. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. What? Oh, wait, I already did a worst moment. I was also going to say that pulled pork sandwich I had. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Stop, guys. I have to talk about sandwiches. Yeah, okay, fine. Be- best moment, I don't know. Like, turkey and salsa. I ran to Victor Lucas at a Burger King, and I thought it was cool. So there was that. That was, that was in the fight back, though, wasn't it? It was still the same day. All right, fair enough, fair enough. You got me there. Okay, second, assuming you guys talked about 3DS XL, what do, you guys, do you guys like the stylus placement? Love My- it. In my opinion, I think the 3DS is already big enough, so what would convince me that this is good enough to replace my 3DS with? I don't, know what I don't even know what the stylus placement is. I, I assume it's sideways now, probably. Just like the other XL? Yeah. Um, okay. I'm, I, I, I am indifferent. Yeah, we kind of already said our opinions on the 3DS. Yeah. So. Uh, third, what June Club Nintendo games should I get? I might hold up on Kirby Superstar as the Kirby's 20th Anniversary Collection has it. Does anyone know what the June Club Nintendo games are? I don't. I looked them up before, and I can't remember. Kirby Superstar is the only one I remember. I remember not caring about them. So just seeing Kirby SS written down, I thought was really funny. But I'm terrible. Um, I, I'd say hold that for Kirby's 20th anniversary because it's on the disc. Rewards catalog. This is taking too long. Yeah, I'm gonna move uh, on. To the yeah, next Kirby's one. awesome. Superstar's great. Fourth, uh, yeah, look up the list. Tell us what it is, and we'll jump back to it. Okay. Fourth, do you think the Kirby's 20th Anniversary Collection should have more games, or is the six it has good enough? Yes, there was no Kirby Tilt and Tumble, there was no Air Ride, so, no. I will say this, they covered the core Kirby franchise perfectly. The core platforming games, all of them are there except for Epic Yarn, because that's on Wii. However, I agree with Sean, I would have loved to have seen some the the crazier Kirby games. Oh, wait, John, your answer might change. I think Donkey Kong for Game Boy is on Oh, there. screw that. Get that game. Get that game. Yeah. Get that game. Okay. 
Uh, the other one's like Brain Age Express <laughs> and Maboshi's Arcade, which sounds... I don't know. That's a great Screw name. Donkey Kong. Get Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong's pretty good. He, he's Sold. He's right. Okay. All right, Move. fifth. Do you think the Wii U games will be 60 bucks? Somewhere around there, yeah. Yes. They'd be crazy to jump 60. up 10 bucks. Do you remember, like, just, I want, ver- like, verbal confirmation. Remember N64 games were, like, $100? That happened, right? I remember Super Nintendo games being 100 bucks or more. Yeah, okay. Like, I was, I was telling people that was the case, like, some years ago when I was into games, and they're just like, that's insane, you're insane, that never happens. Like, no, but I'm pretty N64, sure. N64, I think, is when they started, like, getting more in the pro- in the sensible price range we know now. Yeah, like, 80 was, like, GoldenEye, and then... I, I remember 80 lower. bucks being there, like, but when I got an N64 in, like, 2000, yeah. the games were 60 bucks or less. Okay. It's like, like, Perfect Dark comes out, and it's like, yeah, 60 bucks. Yeah, that was okay. the point where they were getting it in locked into place. Just I remember at launch, Shadows of the Empire, $96.80 and like 80 cents or something. So, yeah. Um, Sean, see you later. All right, so the reason we were rushing through the, the questions here a bit was because Sean actually has to take off. I so. have to go, which is fine. You guys continue your questions. Okay, and, so we'll uh, answer the rest. And I'll okay. be back next week with everyone right. else. But uh, keep it up. See you guys. Later, Sean. Okay. So, sorry if that came off as rude, guys, but that's why we were trying to be a little scramble, more... Scramble, but whatever. Plus, there's also... The, there's more questions after the 25 questions. That's true. Oh, uh, we should have asked Sean specific questions before he took off. Oh. So, we're going to save that for next right. week. Okay, All we'll right. save some of these. Okay, uh, where are we at? Number six. Yeah. Have you guys ever had to use a warranty on an expensive product? Uh... It's not that expensive, but just this week my headphones broke, and I'm trying to get them replaced. That's a Sennheiser. So, I don't know. I'm trying to think of any other... Like, oh, well, obviously the Red Ring 360. Doesn't everyone have a story about that? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, I had to get some desktop work done on a computer. That was about it. Okay. Uh, seven. Sean in the Wii... Oh, Sean's not here, so we'll save Great. that. Great. Some Mario Kart advice. Yeah. In the Wii on one, you can stuff. technically do all Cup Tour and Mario Kart Wii. Go to single or multiplayer, go to versus, go to the rules, go to race okay. count. Oh, yeah, right. I forgot about this. Right, like the all Cup challenge or whatever. I guess we did have some version of that. Oh, I, so. I forgot that you could do that. You just got to, like, manually pick all the... Oh, no, you can do it in order, can't you? Yeah, you have to pick all the manually, but, I mean, there you go. That's all Cup. So there you go, Sean. If you're, for some reason, listening to this, I guess, while editing. Yep. I guess we can just pass that on. All right, question eight. What are some of the coolest Google title pages you've seen? There's so many now. Uh, they the just... Pac-Man one was probably my favorite one, and the Freddie Mercury one. Uh, Pac-Man one was good. What was the Freddie Mercury It was one? like, it was a, a fancy video. Okay. Uh, it wasn't even that, but there was like the Zerg Rush joke. That was oh, funny. yeah, that was a good one, too. I don't know if that was a title that page. That wasn't a title page. Really. That was, was like just... you searched for Zerg Rush on Google. And... and then just weird stuff happened. They just commemorate, like, everything now. I think they did one for Alan Turing's birthday. I, I think, cool. yeah, every day now they have a different logo. They don't even use their own proper logo on their main page anymore. Like, it's just like, something in history happened, so we're going to custom design a thing. But, yeah, I don't know. Google seems all right, but people keep saying they're probably going to become evil at some point. Yeah, so well, watch any it. major company, really. Yeah, way later. Uh, nine, what are your some of your favorite and least favorite Mario Kart power-ups? Blue shells are terrible. Blue shells are pretty bad. Uh, and whenever I'd get bananas, it's just like, ah, dump them. Like, you know what? I, I'm, I, I grew on the tanuki tail. 
uh, for Mario Kart 7. I kind of like that one now. Okay. What, what does uh, it do differently in Mario Kart 7? Like, they're uh, it, It's basically like if you tap it at the right time, you can block projectiles hitting you. Like you go so all it stone takes it takes kind of some thing? skill to use, or okay. you can just kind of like mash it and hope for the best. But then you can't drift while you're using it. Okay. Whenever you'd land a green shell shot, you'd feel real good. Yeah. So there was that. Um, but dude, just triple red is the most useful thing ever. So yeah, definitely triple red and lightning bolts. Yeah. Oh, lightning bolts are still fun. Yeah. All right. Number ten: Watch Dogs or The Last of Us. Which do you guys like more? Just based on kind of. Impressions or, like, or do you think it's about. too early to judge? Well, it's, it's too early to kind of really say like which one's guaranteed better, but just the, based on just premise and how much they've shown of it already, like Last of Us just looks really interesting to me, yeah. like, more so. Based but, on both of them, if Watch Dogs is what it showed off, if it like gives you the option to just kind of mess with everything like that, I'd give it a Watch Dogs. But that seemed way too. Con- both of them seemed way too like, controlled. So it's okay. it's too early to tell, in my opinion. I'm a little more convinced Last of Us was more legit just based on some of the scripting stuff they did in Uncharted and stuff, like, it's feasible. Whereas, yeah, Watch Dogs seemed, like, conceptual at this point. Like, I'm not convinced that was real. So, yeah. But, who knows? Okay. Uh, trivia time with Thomas. Yay! You may We're remember... looking at the answers, though. Yeah. So... He did give us the answers? Yeah, okay. You may remember when I sent you guys lots of questions before I asked you trivia from the GBOWR. Uh-huh. Oh, Guess Book World Records, right. Here's some more. As of September 2010, remember one person looks at answer, two people try to answer. This time it's the shooter edition. <laughs> We've screwed up, but okay. All right. Well, I haven't looked at this. Have you? Oh, okay. Have you looked at I'll it? Answer, I'll ask you questions. I've I've seen it. Okay. Yeah, then so... then say them to me. Okay. What is the most critically acclaimed shooter of all time? Critically acclaimed? If it's not a modern warfare game, it's probably Wolfenstein. No. Critically, like, oh, I don't even know if prob- people were writing reviews back then. Oh, if you were counting reviews, then it's probably something like Metroid Prime. Yep, Metroid Prime. 96.3% approval wow. rating, I guess. Uh, what is the most online players in a console first-person Alright, I immediately know that's MAG. I just don't remember yeah. how many it was. I think it was 256 was what MAG was toting. Yeah, they bragged about that a lot. Um, what is the best-selling game mod? Counter-Strike. Correct. What is the first light gun only home console? Light gun only? Yeah. I've never heard of this. The year I was born, so there's that. You're younger than me. Um, I have no idea what the name of that is. I think I can imagine in my head it's like some like home hunting thing, but I don't remember the actual name of it. Action Max. 1987. I don't know. It's a pretty good name. Yeah, I guess. It sounds like a game, though. I, I didn't know that was a console, but okay. Most expensive first-person shooter ever produced as of September 2010, so most big asterisk on that. Most expensive as of 2010. Yeah. It's not Mass Effect. Um, uh, well, first-person shooter. I doubt it's a Call of Duty game, so I I would have said Mag, but I have no idea. Uh, Halo 3, $55 million Wow. Budget. Um. Okay. What is the most? Uh, just direct quote. What is the most f words in a video game? No, that's House. Which I do. Sorry. What? Okay. Continue. Uh, I was gonna say that's definitely House of the Dead. No, that's. Uh, I was gonna say it's House of the Dead Overkill, but I guess that's more amount of swears per dialogue in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find that statistic just entirely 
like just bizarre because like if you just walk around in Grand Theft Auto 4 long enough or something, wouldn't you just be like, oh yeah, seven million? There you go. Probably. Yeah. Like, oh wait, eight million. Like you know, like it, it, this is an open world game. It's Mafia 2. Is apparently. Oh yeah. Game. Okay, I remember that one clip of like Nathan. Nathan Drake. Jeez, what was Nathan Drake's voice actor? Nolan North. Nolan North. Yeah, Nolan North is like most of the uh, random AI, random, random people. Oh, okay. There's a point where people were showing clips of Nolan North talking to himself and swearing at himself. Okay. So is it just like actually like the most lines of dialogue recorded containing that word? Probably. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, whatever. Guinness Book knows their stuff, maybe? I don't know. Um, okay. What is the first officially licensed card game based on a first person shooter? Huh. What? I guess that, yeah. I didn't know this existed, but there's an officially licensed game based on this. Well, I know there's a Resident Evil card game. We we own it. Um, okay. I'm assuming that's not the answer, because that's not a first-person shooter. No, this is some years ago, so I guess it might not have taken off. But, yeah. I have no idea. I'd guess, like, Rainbow Six or Ghost Recon. Call of Duty, yo. Really? Call of Duty has a card game? card game. Apparently. That's what this says. I figured Call of Duty was too easy an answer. Yeah, no. That, that was the, like, yeah, the budget answer was not, this. that's where they came to shine. Crazy. Weird. Well, I got, I got a couple of those right, at least. Yep. Okay. Uh, what, in your opinion, are the worst RPG cl- cliches of all time? I mean, Amnesia's becoming a joke. Uh, that's been a joke for a long time. Whiny protagonists. Yeah. Like, Mystic Girl going on some sort of quest or something. I, like, you know, on some sort of pilgrimage, and then you're the bodyguard dude. I, I don't know. There's a lot. Uh, medieval settings? I'm kind of tired of those for those. Yeah. Maybe? Except that would obviously... You know, we need, we need an RPG set in World War Two. That would just mess people up. Has anyone done that? I don't think so. Just get, oh, get to take each genre that has, like, all these cliches and then just swap them. Right. Like, this is the most overplayed, like, yeah, modern... World War, or, yeah, I, even modern war. I guess you could technically say Valkyria but Chronicles, but that's not really a real world war they fight in that game. Okay. Um, yeah, like, that's why I like Persona 4, because it kind of shakes up the setting and stuff a lot. And I don't hate the sim- simple-ish combat. I don't know. I'm trying to... I still, I want to play Xenoblade. Apparently that plays. I, I watched a well. friend play Xenoblade. It actually looks pretty good. And they've kind of addressed a lot of those kind of tired... Some of them, yeah. There are still some cliches in there, but it, it seems like a pretty well-done game. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. None, none have really been plaguing me lately, so... Oh, maybe... I heard, like, Xenosaga had extremely, like, just too much dialogue, too much giant bloated cutscenes that weren't interesting. So, you know... Yeah, I don't know. I, I played a bit of Xenosaga 1, so... Yeah. Um, okay, anyway, next question. Uh, do you think the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox 720, what are the actual codenames? Like Durango, Durango and Orbis. Uh, Durango's yeah. Xbox and Orbis is PS. Yeah. Uh, do they need big innovations in order to be successful? Not really, no. Yeah, like better that, graphics. Here, here's how you make the PS4 more successful. Have Blu-ray, but have a faster read speed. Okay. With big hard drive and keep all the PSN stuff. And don't release it at, like, $600. If you're going to do all that stupid move control stuff, add it in with the system right off the bat. Yeah, like, so connect stuff, that'll be part of the package next time, and it'll hopefully be way better. Yeah. Um, 
to, yeah, but they're probably going to do more online stuff. I wouldn't mind more kind of games on demand day one as an option. There was a document for the Xbox that released a while ago that made it seem like it's going to try to be the complete package, like you use as like a cable box, and all the yeah. stuff they're adding to the 360 now would be permanently added to the to the Durango. And it wouldn't be slowing down your dashboard like crazy. To yeah, exactly. Design it with that in mind. So yeah. Um, I guess like it's it's kind of tangential, but I hope Xbox Live changes a lot because I'm get I feel like I'm I'm at a point now where I have no more goodwill for that. Like they need to switch it up some because I like what PlayStation Plus is doing with their approach. Yeah, PlayStation Plus has been doing some interesting stuff, like rewarding customers instead of slapping them. So <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Do you think for Nintendo that the Wii U is make it or break it? If it's not successful. Will they just die off? They won't die off because the handheld market's still doing good. Is it doing quite well? Because there was, like, you know, it wasn't as big as it, it was last it time. It sold Apple's 5 million of... faster than the DS did. Okay. Just Apple's kind of the big threat in that. Yeah, Apple's going to start eating into their share, and it's going to get a smaller, smaller share. But for now, I think if the Wii U bombs, and I don't think it will because Nintendo games will save a Nintendo system, mm-hmm. I I think it'll be fine, but if it bombs, I don't know. Like if it bombs, I'm thinking it would be like more GameCube, not Virtual Virtual Boy. Yeah, I think I think the Wii U is going to be more of a GameCube failure than a Virtual Boy failure. I agree with you on that. We're like, I'm still kind of jazzed about it, but it's going to be kind of a tough sell for some people. Although they they could like, if they do a PlayStation Plus style model where they have a subscription for like older games, that would be pretty cool. Um, but okay, moving on to the next question. Um. Okay, on the same subject as they do, will it just be Sony and Microsoft? Would a new company make a successful console? Could Sega make a comeback? Sega's not going to make a comeback. Uh, they basically just announced that, like, yeah, we already went over this a couple weeks ago, but yeah, Sega basically said we're only going to be doing downloadable stuff and smaller scale games, so that's not going to happen. As for a new company, like, I mean, people have been saying Valve releasing a download-only Steam box or something would be awesome. I don't know if they'd actually be inclined to do that, but I'd, I'd be interested in that, I guess. The on-live people keep thinking streaming is going to be a thing, but I don't, I'm not convinced that'll work either. But someone could come in and shake things up, I'm not sure. So would it just be Sony versus Microsoft next time around if Nintendo drops out? No, someone's going to fill that void if yeah. they end up leaving. I Even on live. I yeah. could see on live doing something. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. But weren't there rumors um, that that Sony was going to yeah. do something with on live? Oh, like actually partner with on live? Yeah, I, ru- a rumor we're going around like on live was going to be somehow integrated into Orbis or they were going to work on Orbis. I don't remember the full details. Weird. Like, does on live have much presence up here in Canada or is it more of a states experiment? Uh, I think they have really... some Canadian presence, but it's nowhere near as strong as the U.S. I think you can get it in Canada, but you have to use U.S. servers, which means there's, like, delay and lag, and it's no very, not very good unless you have a good internet connection. Okay. And I guess our internet landscape is different, much like our wireless thing, too, so... Yeah, exactly. caps it's, and stuff. It's a lot more throttled than America's is. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, okay. Yeah. Someone, someone will jump up, I guess, if that... But I don't... I Again, I don't think that's going to happen. Nintendo has enough of their business together. They'll they'll figure it out. Um, okay, this is a bit of a weird question. Okay, this this one's like an elaborate story about mailboxes. What? Um, yeah, okay. 
okay, basically, um, you know, like, you live in a, you, you live in a neighborhood, and you go down to the mailbox corner, and there's, like, a bunch of locked little boxes? Mm-hmm. I've never had this. As uh, I had this. At, my parents had this when they moved to Fort McMurray. Okay. Have you ever gone to the box, opened a compartment, only to see a key there and a note to say open another thing because there's a big parcel in there? Yes. Okay. That's their way of, like, because they slip the note, they have a package in, the, in your normal mail slot, and the mm-hmm. key will open the large box where they can actually put the large packages without having to either drop it off at your door or anything like that. Okay. I think this is kind of a reply to, like, our weirdest experience story from last time. Like, because I guess one time there was a, like, key in the larger box for a smaller box or something. Like, it was like they inverted the normal expectation because, like, no, it's too small to be useful in here. And then they put it in a different one, which seems weird. You have a weird mailman. I don't know. Hey, sorry for the abrupt ending. Uh, John's audio program cro- crashed mid-questions. Crashed, if you will. Uh, so we'll resume Thomas's questions next week, in addition to the, the remaining stuff we had that was for Sean and whatnot, since he had to duck out. And, yeah, any questions you want to send to us, topdownperspective at hotmail.com or topdownperspective on Facebook. I guess you can also hit us up on Twitter, ProtonJohn, Galaxy Tonight. Although that might not be Sean's name anymore. It might just be Sean Booker. Um, or Krasnor, with a K. I don't know. Find one of us, and you'll find the rest of us. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for joining us. Sorry about that. And, yeah, we'll we'll be back with the normal working question segment next week. Thanks again. <laughs>